don't touch anything. <laughs> it's the greatest find yet. Nothing compares to it. But it's definitely something you should hear. This is The Real Deal with Larry Lawton. Welcome to The Real Deal with me, Larry Lawton. We have a great guest. I got Manny, the police chief of Miami, uh, with us today. Before we get started, everybody, first I want to thank our sponsor, Oliva Cigar. I want to thank the... Deodorizers. The, I want to take Let's Lane's deodorant out of Missouri. Actually, we get a lot of clients out of Missouri, and I got another one, some VPN thing. I got to look at it up. So he knows who I am. He's been chasing me forever, and now he's got me. I have to, you know, what I do. Wow. They're coming to get us here. We're in Miami, everybody. We are at the lounge. What's the lounge? The City Cigar Lounge. The City Cigar Lounge on it. On what? Where is it? Downtown Miami. Downtown Miami. City Cigar Lounge. We want to thank them. They've been great. They're hosting a, a little event for you guys. Is that what is going on? That's what it is. We do a yearly staff retreat with all the executive staff members of the Miami Police Department. So we ended up here for a little uh, team building, a little social hour. That's great, Chief. I, I always say, you know, you, you, until you get to know people, you don't know what they not only what, what their hearts at, where they're at. And, and I, that's great. That's a great leadership style. I went to a leadership school, too. And when I was in the military, I was a Coast Guard. And I went to a leadership. Well, Larry, that's not really the military, man. I mean, well, the I army. Knew it was where I was, the I army knew, is I a real military. Like, I mean, the Coast Guard. Come on, man. You're right up there with the Boy Scouts. Man, it's okay. Are, are you Thank Cuban? You for your service. Are you Cuban? I'm Cuban Rican. I was uh, made, Cuban in Puerto, Rican? made in Puerto Rico with Cuban parts. There you go. I, I picked up more Cubans than anyone. I have the big heart. I told you guys why. Uh, I was on the Freedom Flotilla. Uh, I had one of the boat captains and going out in the small boat, the 41-footers. Man, to come here, that's just, that always hits me hard because it's something that, it's, everybody complains, ah, they've sent the criminals. Every, listen, we can send criminals too. It's yeah. not about that. There's a lot of good people that came in and lost their lives. But anyway, we're not going to get into that, man. He said, you're a great guy. And a Puerto Rican Cuban, you know, you know, in the joint, they all said, Cuban, speak well. Puerto Ricans, oh, they get bashed for it. They get bashed. And Mexicans, you know, Mexicans sing, you know. Que pasó? Orale. Yeah, orale. I'm only messing. I got to mess with uh, yeah. Dave. But no, on, on the real, Manny, how big of a job and how many police officers do you have? So the city of Miami right now, we're, we're uh, budgeted for about 1,400, and we got about 80-something vacancies. So we're right around 1,310 right now. You have 1,310. Are you the largest police department in the state? So we are the largest municipal state police in the uh, state of Florida. I, I, I was I know Fort Lauderdale is five ninety or something like that, yeah. and I know, and they're pretty big for a small, especially for a small city. Yeah, there's only one hundred ninety thousand people in, in Fort Lauderdale. People don't know that, you know. Uh, what is your biggest crime going on right now in Miami? So, Larry, last year we had a fantastic year, man. We had uh, we said historic. Lows when it comes to homicide, we only had 31 homicides for a city, just about half a mil. Wow, congratulations, that's a good number. So our, our top priority was reducing violent crime. As we move this year, we're kind of focusing a little bit of things a little bit different, you know, being able to uh, be so successful in battling violent crime. We're focusing uh, our sights this year on more of the quality of life. So we're, we're kind of looking at homelessness issues, graffiti, and Property crimes, I mean, we really had a challenge this first month uh, when it comes to stolen automobiles. Kind of, well, you said, when you said, like, graffiti, that's the broken windows theory. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I actually, I don't know if I met you, I spoke at the IACP. I actually spoke in Dallas at their headquarters to the executive board. 
of the IAC. So you met Chief Garcia? I met Chief Garcia. A friend I met, of mine, good people. Yeah, I met a lot fact, of... I'm seeing him uh, in February now. We're I spoke, the, I don't know how many years ago, and what a facility to have there, number one. And I spoke to the whole executive committee. That chief I was telling you about, he was on the ethics uh, uh, committee, Chief Force. He's retired. He was, a, let's say he was a police chief for 25 years. Wow. Unheard of. You know that. Unheard of. But I don't know how you did it, man. <laughs> the stresses. Politics. Uh, overwhelming. And, you know, Chief, you're doing a good job. I've not, you know, it's funny. After uh, meeting, obviously, Dave and JC and, and other, you know, people in Miami, I'm, I'm down here a lot. So I hear things. I have not heard, oh, the Miami police are uh, uh, beating people or doing shit. You know, I haven't heard that. And I keep my ear to the ground because I'm, I'm a street guy. But I like to let guys like you who really want to do the right thing show people no, they're not. I'm very forceful about that. If a police is bad, I, they're fucking bad, period. If they're good, we need to start touting that more. Your department or any department that, that is pushing that, I'm big on community policing, defund, fuck no. How about give them raises? How about a guy that's going to come save my life needs a raise, period. Teacher needs a raise, they're making these people, and it pisses you off. And I, you wonder why cops are short. You're 80 short, right? Yeah. That's really not that bad out of 1,300 police departments. No, it isn't. When you look at other big city departments, man, they're, they're facing bigger challenges in recruitment and rotation. But that's a, a national crisis, man, what we're talking about. I mean, why, why would you want to be a police officer, you know, be susceptible to all that criticism and all that scrutiny when you can sit at home and work remotely for another company, probably making a lot more money, right? So sure. it's a big challenge right now to bring qualified people. Because if you bring you begin to lower the standards, what you get is individuals that want to be police officers for the wrong reason, right? And listen, any police chiefs that tell you that they don't have officers in their department right now that don't belong, it's just not 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 in tune with what's happening in their own department. What we do in the Miami Police Department exceptionally well is identify those folks that have broken uh, the trust that has been placed on them, that have been uh, that have broken that oath that they swore to protect the community and be faithful and be honest and have the integrity to carry on the job that's required of us with the highest of standards. So I'm chief, incredibly proud of the men and women of my police. I, I'll tell you, Chief, and this is I'm gonna push this one, and and I'll tell you why. More, you know, when I listen to chiefs and police. And I tell them, I said, listen to me, guys, you got to know any company, my company, any company that's got hundreds of employees, there's bad apples. I don't give a shit. And you know what? The people in the department know who they are. I get it. Listen, I'm a kind of guy. I'm a street guy from the old day. You know, a cop, he should let cops should not be given tickets for stupid shit. You know, I when I train police departments, because I trained the St. Louis Police Academy, I tell us. Communications is your best weapon in your box. You walk up to a car, you stop. Don't say, license registration. No, I know they teach in the academies, take control, be a Yes, in a certain situation. I'll tell you a quick story. You go up, you say, excuse me, are you all right? I mean, you rolled that stop sign and you, and you didn't have your blinker on and you turned. I'm just making sure you're all right because a lot of accidents happen. Now, I'm just going to check. I don't, you're all right. Yes, thank you all. You see he's a person, good person. Have a great day, as long as you're all right. That person will go home and tell his friend, everybody, every. And I'll tell you why that happened. I have a very good friend just passed. Old, older guy, 79, eight at the time. He, he died at 80 or whatever it was, 81 maybe. He gets stopped. Same thing, going, 
for going out. Well-to-do person. Cop pulls up, you know, gets out. You rolled it. This guy tells this story. He told this story 500 times at the biggest events I know. Cop comes over, you rolled it. He's like, what do you mean? Kid's 22, 23. You rolled it. He goes, what? He goes, you rolled it. Get a license and registration. The guy's like, what is right? And I just think, he, listen, probably did. I'm sure he did. We all do. Came back. I'm not giving you tickets. I got to go on a call. Don't roll. This guy was so mad. He got, I didn't care about a ticket. He told everybody. I used to laugh. I said, Joe, it's not all cops either. But what that is, is that community part of policing is the groundwork. You know, I know JC and I know uh, uh, Dave. Personable, good people, regular people. Listen, you got a cop gets called by the neighbor. And walks in the house, don't arrest the kid for whatever he's doing. Save the kid. Help the kid. Let the parent know. I, that's what I was telling my car. That's what I do. But I, I love to hear you say it. You didn't run behind. Ah, our department doesn't have bad people. Out this. Some do. And I, I call them out. And I slam. Then I bring some data in there. And they go, oh, wow. I, he knew the data. I'm going to put it out there because you're honest. And I really appreciate that, Chief. I really, really do. How, and I often say hiring is the big part of the game. Obviously, training is a major part of the game. I was in the military. You were too. You're in the army. army. Thanks for your service, well, too. Thank you. Thank you. I was in for. I'm retired military. And, and as as a had a retired criminal, retired. But man, I, I really think it's important. Look, what does the military do all day? Train, train. How do you guys handle training? Is there a way with shortages of cops, shortages of money? It's got to be really tough on you, man. And Larry, it is, man. But I think that if you start looking for folks that want to serve, right? And that have that, that spirit of, of community outreach. And they really want to do good by the community, right? And, and you mentioned something very important, Larry, that every time that you encounter somebody, whether it be on the street, whether it be on a traffic stop, that's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to let somebody know that we're there to do more than just enforce the law, that we're there to make sure everybody's safe Protect and serve. Correct, right? So a lot of folks get that kind of twisted, man. And I tell my guys, listen, jail is not for everybody. And not every driver that, that violates a traffic uh, law is worthy to get a ticket, man. So I tell them, I'd rather you stop 100 cars and give only 10 tickets than to stop 10 cars and give 100 tickets. Right? Because every time is an opportunity. And you don't know what that person's going through, right? You don't know what challenges they're facing in their life. And you don't know what they're going You know, what, what stresses they have in their life. So a ticket, I don't know about you, Larry, man. A $275 ticket will hurt my pocket. There's some I don't like it. That's filling my tank. Absolutely, <laughs> man. And some other folks, you might give them a ticket. They might have to make a de decision whether today I pay my rent or I pay this ticket, right? So you're just putting people in the holes, man. So what we're looking for is individuals that understand that, 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 Wanna wanna have the betterment of the community in mind, so training is absolutely important. And no matter how short you are, oh, oh, that's oh man, listen, no, 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 that's me. let's not that's... get the let's not get the the firefighters involved, man. Let's no, not get the no, 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 that actually let's goes not, off. Let's not. Uh, and man, the, the fire chief's gonna that. get mad at me if I say that we gotta wake him up if they're at the station waking and sleeping. Oh, a nap, that's gonna man. go Those over. That man, one's gonna go over good, man. But actually, we call the show the real deal, and we're a top one percent show in the world. Actually, at three million. Fantastic. And the reason it is because I don't plan, I don't do it. We talk it is, and I don't care who walks in that door. We don't stop. My mother walks in sometimes. I take care of my ninety-one-year-old mother. And, and I take, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's pretty cool. Manny, I know you're on a, on a clip. I'd love to do a long interview, and you, I know you can't. 
Uh, maybe we'll do it again. Uh, I have one last question for you because I ask a lot of people, a lot of chiefs and a lot of people, and, and they'll say, oh, we need to hire more people from the communities. that are in. Absolutely. But then you put up a standard of the guy had a pot charge or the guy had a, uh, you know, he's in a house. He lives in the, in the, in the ghetto. Right, like in New York, they all get a roundup. They all get the kid doesn't even know what's going on. He's eighteen. He gets a little bullshit thing. I'm uh, look at me, <laughs> honestly. Look at me. I have a bad record, and I have police department. I'd want to hire you in a minute. I did get hired. Well, not hired. I don't, they don't pay me. They they want my service, but for Dorn Ferguson and stuff. But no. Uh, how do you handle that? What do you believe in that? Number one, and how do you handle? And I we can end that, but I I know you got to go. I wish you didn't, but you do. So I, I deeply believe in the power of redemption, right? I think everybody deserves a second chance. And if it's something that, that you can recover from and you can still serve the community with honor, integrity, and compassion, we have room for you at the Miami Police Department. So we just recently um, readjusted our hiring standards to kind of, kind of bring it up to current circumstances, right? We know that marijuana is being legalized in just about every state in Florida should soon fall in line, right? So we have kind of relaxed some of our standards in there to bring it along national best practices, right? There's some stuff that obviously you don't want those those hard, hard individuals that, that are doing those harmful drugs, man. But if you, you've been clean for the last five, six, seven years, man, I believe that you deserve a second chance. You deserve a chance to, to uh, serve your community. And listen, if at the end of the day, you do not have that service spirit and you're not worthy to wear the badge, you're going to get revealed right along your training program, whether it be in the academy, whether it be in their field training program. You know, it's going to be highlighted that you're not worthy to wear the city of Miami patch and the badge on your chest. And that that's really important because one bad apple could hurt a good department. 100%. And, 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 and I'm all for helping them. And if you need, you know, anything from me, uh, why I say what you just said is true. And, I, and don't think for one second, I'm no person that thinks everybody. I was in a prison with 2,000 inmates. 880 had life. 200 of those fight their case legal. 440 fall into the game, get a love of crazy stuff. And then 200 are psychopaths. And I never want to see, I never want to see them out and living next to you or me. Because those people, that, you know, they're, they're psychopaths. They probably need mental, criminal mental, but they would kill you. Thank you very much. Any last words? What do you want to say, man? Said that, listen, man, if you're out there and you're listening, man, and you, you got the spirit to serve, go to MiamiGov.com and uh, look at our, our, our hiring uh, schedule, man. We're lo always on the lookout for uh, good young men and women that want to serve the police department. And listen, age is not a that, factor. That I was just going to ask you. You can fa pass the physical agility test, and it's not that hard. Uh, you can come on board and, and serve the Miami community. So, I have yeah. to ask this. I know I get one question. There's a libertarian presidential candidate. I, I interviewed. He wanted to come on my show. Libertarian president guy. comes in with his secretary. And I'm, I mean, I'm like, I don't care. But he was a police officer in, in Hallandale. Really? And he started being a cop at 47 years old. And he learned a lot. He was in there for over 10 years. And he, he's an econo economist. This guy was smart as heck. And I asked him about his police. And, and it was really interesting. But I'm glad you said that. So there are people with 35 out there. And if they're, you know, they really, yeah, listen. I love to help people. If I was younger, I was a criminal. I grew up that way. I mean, I'm not, no excuses. 
But I, I love to hear what your department's doing. I really do. And yeah, I appreciate so, you, man. I mean, Larry, we got folks that are on their second career, man. We have doctors that have since retired from, from practicing and are now serving their community as Miami police officers. Wow. Car salesmen. I mean, airplane mechanics. You name it. I mean, that is actually a group that we, we actually really focus on because they bring that maturity to the job right so they're, they're not able looking to, to prove themselves yeah they're 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 they can be the ones that kind of mentor these young kids that are coming into the profession and never had a job before right so if you're if you're old whether you're young but you're still active and you can pass the physical agility come on down man we'll take you to the city of miami brother there you go. You heard it, man. I hope we can do it again. Uh, I really I love it. I love it. you. Got great senior staff. I mean, I met them. We talked about crime. They even laughed about my uh, video about robbing a jewelry uh, cigar store. But Manny, thank you very much. I really appreciate. It. Stay safe. You hold your offices. Keep doing that. And if you have any right. con contact us, please do. We are positive towards police. But we're honest. If a guy's a fuck up, he's a fuck up. Call a and we spade spade, like it. Baby. Absolutely. You can see that, I think, yeah, already. Man. Thank you very much, Manny. Thank you, man. I appreciate uh, you, Larry. All uh, right. You got everybody you just heard from man, Manny uh, Morales. Morales. Randy Morales, the chief of police from the Miami Dade. Is it Miami Dade? City of Miami. City of Miami, Baba. Don't, yeah, because there's don't Miami mix Dade, up too. With the guys in brown. Where I the know. Guys I in knew blue? that was coming. I the saw guys in blue, baby. The guys with the, the little city. nice, right? City of Miami Police Department, pretty big department. Uh, go see them up. They're really good guys, man. And and talk to them. Be straight. That's what I always tell people. I hope you guys are having a great day. We have some special guests in the studio today. Yes, we are in the mobile studio. I am in a great Miami. And to people who call, say, hey, Larry, what's Miami like? Well, I'm going to tell you what it's like right now. I am with my good friend, Furman. Furman Perez. And he has a cigar brand. I am also with Jeff Naser. Right, spell it right, sound it right. He is from Haiti with his own cigar and his hitman, Ivan. We are here with them all. Uh, listen, guys, just to let you know, first of all, before we start, let's thank Oliva, one of my sponsors. Uh, they are great, and I had a great time in Nicaragua. I know I am going to do a video on that trip. Nick and I discussed it. We got to do that one alone, Nick, all right? Uh, and anyway... I wanted. To, I met some really good people in Nicaragua, and I met again Furman. We met at the bar first, and then we well, every night and they were <laughs> hanging out. And, and no, and just a regular guy. We just been talking, and also just met Jeff and and, and Ivan. And I'll tell you what we all have in common: we smoke cigars. That's the number one down to earth first thing. And we just said that if you have a cigar and you you could be a truck driver or a CEO and you can hang out and these guys own cigar companies like I do now and we're the small guys of course but and we all know who the big guys are because we know them and uh, first of all thanks for coming on Furman oh listen it's a pleasure for you <laughs> thank you for bringing me on I uh, it's an honor well thank you very much you can do whatever you want take my video throw it out throw it in that's it do whatever you want we can try but it's gonna stay on youtube no oh, matter what it, we do no matter what you do it's gonna be a, it's not only youtube spotify apple seven oh, more different beautiful. platforms it's gonna be there uh jeff thanks for coming just meeting it thank and, you for and, having me and I, pre I appreciate that you too ivan uh they're, they're from haiti actually uh jeff owns a shop on haiti now i'm not sitting here saying where to go or not Jeff will talk about that. But he told me I can get a bulletproof car and woman. And I could have said <laughs> pussy. You want. I can say pussy on this show. You can. Nick will cut it out. He'll say what? He'll say it once. Oh, see? What he says to me is, he goes, Larry, you know how bad you are? You end up saying, I'm not going to. 
fuck, 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 fuck. Then I'll cut that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he, I just sometimes get on a roll about something. But for me, you and I got along. You, you actually gave me a cigar that I got some comments on. It is, what, 11 and a half inches? I call it a Lancero Dos Equis. Dos Equis? You know why? Because when you're smoking it, you're the coolest guy in the room. You do? You, listen to me. Everybody's got to look at you. Everybody's got to ask you something about it. But, you know, not everybody can smoke that cigar. Why? Is it? Uh, you know, you, it's got to come up within, you know? It's something, uh, I'm going to tell you, you know, you got to maybe be man enough, you know, uh, you know, you know, proud of yourself. You know, it's you should. You know, I got a two seater car. It, I, okay. I, one of my cars is a two seater. Uh-huh. I got the Mercedes 500, the SL, the, the automatic roof is it, the hard top. And I'm in that car and I'm smoking, and the windows are down. And people are looking at me like, he looks like, look at this thing. It's like, and, I, and that's when I, I started. It's 11 inches long. I actually started in my patio. And I'm, I take care of my mom. I was telling you guys. So I, I like this girl on my, my patio. My mother doesn't say nothing. I, she's, you know, 90 years. She don't even know what's going on. She says, what is that? What the, what the fuck are you smoking? And I told a friend of mine from Nicaragua gave it to me. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's enough, you can tell. But I, had, I was going somewhere. I was going to a friend's house and, and uh, going out. You know the hardest part of that cigar? What was that? Knowing it's so long. And you, we, we all in this room have smoking cigars You're forever. No, I'm like this, man. I'm like, <laughs> I could, you know, we know our cigars. I mean, you yeah. get a seven or a six, you know, six by 50, six by whatever it is. This cigar is 11 and a half inches. It's a, it's probably a, uh, shit, 54. I was going to say 40. Yeah, 40 by 11. Yeah, 40 by 11. Did, people don't know. The 40 is the ring size. All the first numbers, the ring size. Uh, uh, no, the first number is the actual size, seven by 54. Which be like seven inch, uh, seven inches yeah, by fifty four. Seven ring. by thirty eight is the original Lancetta, so the right. Is that the original yeah, Lancetta? Yeah. But you just said, yeah, for, hey, didn't you, know, you make that? Seven inches long, you know. So it's, yeah, you, uh, is that a dream here? Are we talking about <laughs> dreams here? I don't know. You know, there's that question whether you like it long and thin or thick ah, and short. short and fat. <laughs> uh, Furman actually, short. yeah. <laughs> Furman owns a uh, a cigar factory in Nicaragua, yes, yes. Uh, which I think is great. It's a small factory, a niche factory. I love it. I, I'm a. I don't know how much you do. I'll talk I'm to a, people I'm about a, a boutique, boutique, a boutique uh, factory. Factory. You know, we, we do about maybe thirty thousand cigars a month. That's about all. But we you, do. But let's say I have a friend who wants a cigar for a party. Would uh, you do it? I, I don't. I'm. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it's it's too small. Yeah. It kind of gets. Yeah. Yeah. Know, I got you. You can buy bundles and just put you know whatever on it. But for us, you know, we we do ten twenty. 30,000 cigars at a time. Right. How many, you know, bo- I'm trying to always think, I always think boxes because I never bought a cigar. Well, it depends on how many. Right, I mean, 20 to uh, box. 20 and, uh, yeah, box uh, or, yeah. You know, our bundles are 25 or what right. have you. But right. Yeah, we, I, I yeah, I, I, I steer away from that, man. It costs a lot more uh, to to do 100 cigars than it is to do a 5,000, 10,000. You know? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, obviously you, you set up and all the that. Press, you know, start running the press, you know, boom, boom, boom. Everybody gets on track. Building the right cigar, building the right blend, you know. And now you stop them. Now you stop them, and you change the blend. You, you're gonna, you know, it takes a little bit of time for everybody to get used to the blend and putting it right and doing it the right way. You it's know? A, you know, I, you it's amazing. You've been through the tours, and not only just the tours. You've been obviously you have a factory. It's amazing what goes in. People who don't understand premium cigars mm-hmm. have to go to a place like Nicaragua. 
to understand how much work. 300 hands hit a cigar before it, you know, from seed to sale. Over a year. A year? Over a year. (laughs) Five years. It's five years, actually. You know, actually, Oliva has a seed that's been going. They work on for 10, but normally it's five, four to five years. I had uh, Rocky Patel on my show, and and we were talking about that. He's a pisser, too. They're all pisses, man. What I've learned is, is the scar industry is very friendly industry. And that, I think, is what I like about it, personally. Oh, we were talking about the camaraderie, you know. The camaraderie, guys, right? The guys in this business are just great, you know. You, you see them every day. You talk to them. You know, they're good guys, you know. One thing is what might happen in the store, what have you, but we're all good friends. We all help each other, you know. Guys from Oliva, AJ, what have you, you know, everybody in the business. They're just good. They're there to... Help the big guys help the little guys. Isn't that they great? Do. And they do. they do. And I see it. You know, what What really kicked me to that was I was uh, talking. I was with the owners. And one of the big guys lost some something happened with their farm or with fire or this or something happened. And then Oliva gave them. You know, they needed no invoice, no not. They pay it back. But it's a handshake. It's my old gangster business. That's why I like that, I guess. You know, when I did business with people, it was a handshake. Good good fellas. Yeah, good fellas. (laughs) People are going to start writing in about that with me. No, I'm not back in the business, everybody. (laughs) I just found a different avenue, no. These guys are legit good people. Uh, I wouldn't have them here, and, and from the police chief to... Again, Furman knows them all. <laughs> yeah, I do. They're good and, friends, and, all of them. Oh, yeah, you play dominoes. They, I you love that. We were just playing last night. Oh, my God. So here, here's how I made my cigar. I met a big guy named AJ, and he made a cigar for Nasser. Well, you yeah. made you met AJ Fernandez now. AJ is the big guy. Him, Lever, the big, all the big guys over yeah. in, in, in Nicaragua. Is that how you met AJ? Yeah, I went to visit him because I used to buy cigars for my cigar lounge. And oh. then we met up, and then we hit it off, and... One day he said, you know what, let's do a cigar together, and we did it. Wow, that's pretty cool. AJ's a nice guy, too, really is. I mean, he opened his house up to me. He said, Larry, anytime you want to come here, you come. My house is your house. He's a nice guy. I mean, but most of them are. Uh, So far, and I'm sure there is, I've not met one asshole. I mean that. I have to agree with you. uh, You've been in it same as me, a little longer, maybe. Down there, big family down there. It's Nestel a big family. Is you. And you go there how often, uh, Furman? How often do you go to Nicaragua? Not, not that often, but... Uh, well, well often. how often? Uh, if you can say it. Yeah, I, I go for weekends every... Yeah, every... every month yeah, oh, I got it. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, you're a busy guy with work over here and stuff, so yeah. you only go what, a couple times a year, but get your vacation and go over there, yeah. which is pretty smart. But it, it's nice people. Yeah, so so here's, here's my story, right? So... I uh, I mostly started here in South Florida and Little Havana, so. Are I, you Cuban? One hundred percent. You know, you born in Havana. You were born in Havana. When did you come here? Oh, nineteen eighty, man. Watch this. I might have picked Mar- you up. The Mario. I might have picked you up. No shit. I came the, in a plane. I was one of the, the last ones. What? Oh, we you came like in a plane. Days. We were, Let me. This is a we true story. I was in the Coast Guard. I'm retired Coast Guard. Oh. I was the first boat. During the Marielle lift in 1980, wow. it was actually 81. Well, it was in, in like uh, January, when it really March. They came to the Navy Mall down in Key West. I was a, a captain of a small boat with the Coast Guard, and I had my 41 boat. I picked up, I couldn't, thousands. As a matter of fact, one of the saddest things I've done is I picked up over 50 dead bodies. 
And I'll tell you the truth. I have such so a heart for Cubans, it. man. I really, people go, why do you like Cubans? Let me tell you something. To put your kid and yourself on an inner tube. Yeah. Uh, balsa. <laughs> mm. To come here. I, I had balsa. I had Cuban cellies when I was away. Yeah. yeah. And we just call them balsa. He just came over. And to see what they did to try to help make better their life for their children and their families and everything else, it blows me away to this day when anyone can hate. You know, back in my day, though, from you'll remember this, if a person came and I picked him up out, out at the sea, he came back to America. Yeah. Now they have, you have to be on land. You have to spend, step yeah. on land. It's bullshit. There's some other Listen, there's there. such a pressure. I don't know. Have you ever been back to Cuba? I have. I've been back a bunch of times. I, so you didn't leave but by... The thing is, you know, uh, there's there's an issue between all that, right? You know, it's I'm Cuban. I have family there. I want to go see my mother, my grandfather. Absolutely. My, you know, my family, my cousins. So I, I obviously want to do that. And I also, I came at a very young age. I, I came to the United States when I was seven. I was just the so same, because I, I was learn, in the military, you know? yeah. I want to learn about cigars. I want to learn about, you know, the culture, everything I hear from everybody, you know. I'm, I was very young. And here in Miami, I mean, it's beautiful because you, you know, I... You are in Cuba. Yeah, you are in Cuba, <laughs> you know. You're north of Cuba, and you're there. And it's, and it's fun, but... I, I wanted to get the feeling in, so I, I that's why I went back. I went back a couple of times, and I really enjoyed it. Just a couple of times? Mean, do you go often or no? No, I haven't been back in about six years. Do you want to? I, I want to go back. I want to go back, and do you have, have any- I want to go get into the fields, you know, and talk to some of the guys with the tobacco and all that, and, you know, Get the old school. You know, Do you? Learn more about the a lot of the old school went to Nicaragua. You know yeah, that, obviously. The guy, the guy, the number one seat is with Oliva. He he come from Cuba five oh, years ago. I, I, I'm Oliva. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. The uh, do you feel like? Would you think you'd feel a little bit like worried about being a person that left Cuba? You did you leave legally? There wasn't yeah, no legal. There was no legally. No, no. Listen, I've been back a couple times. I got you know I got no problems with anybody. You know, so I, I go over there and I, I enjoy the country. And, uh, you know, not that I go all the time or do I do I, All my family's already here in the U.S. You just stay away from politics. You know, and I stay away from politics, you know, and, and but I go over there and enjoy. And, and truly, if I would go, it would be for the cigar business to enjoy maybe, you know, some of the Cuban cigars and what have you and taste some of those, you know. But, you know, besides that, I, I don't think I would go uh, for anything further. I just had a bunch of my friends, those well, friends, they all went over there for the weekend. You know, they went. Uh, we have a friend who got a plane, so he he set up some mission. I don't know what it was. It was a party mission, I call it. <laughs> I was I was actually in Nicaragua when it happened. You know, when they went, so I couldn't go. Uh, but I I'm not a big person that likes it. I've been to all the Pacific. I've been to Micronesia, Philippines, Australia, New Zealand. I've never been to Europe. Never been to Europe. And you know what? I don't want to go. People go, well, you don't want to go to Paris. You don't to no. I want to go to Paris, I'll go to Bellagio. I'll go to, I'll go, go to Paris and Vegas. But, you know, it's what I'm getting at is it's not something that I'm not, again, I'm a people person. Yeah. If I can't speak a language, I can't understand. I'm not going on no tourist bullshit. Don't get me, oh, come on, go take a tour bus. Might as well shoot me in the head or put me back in prison. I'm not, right? Follow the little yeah, signs. Nick. Follow the little signs. Yeah. When we went to LA, all my friends were like, let's take a bus and go look at all the famous people's houses. And I was like, fucking kill me. Like, I'd much rather you just shoot me, dude. Like, we're like shoulders to shoulders with like 90 year old women. Like, 
Oh yeah, Rocky lives there. Cool. Get the, get me off of this. I hated it. <laughs> Every single part of it, I hated. I was like, get me out of here, dude. But you know, that's that's a great thing about traveling like that. You go off the beaten path. Yeah. You know. Totally. That's why if I go to Haiti, I'm not kidding you, Jeff. I'm going with you. I'd love to go with you. I would go. If I if I knew I trust somebody, anything happened. It was funny because when I went to Nicaragua, mm-hmm. uh, my all my friends, you know, I said they go, uh oh, we're gonna expect to call to bail you out of somewhere, you know, like <laughs> like one of the gorillas got they need a million dollars. You better pay it. I said, you fucks. Wasn't it nice though? <laughs> Wasn't Nicaragua? Nice? You know what? I, I'll Very tell you. Safe. There's I, a misconception of Nicaragua. Let me tell you what I learned, Nicka, right here on on air to the whole crew. People know uh, who follow me. Nicaragua is a third world communist yes. country for sure. Trust me, there's a haves and a have nots. Mm-hmm. We Americans don't live like that at little bit. But I felt safe. They do. Some of us do. They do. LA Skid Row. <laughs> I talk about that all the time. But you know, Furman, I felt safe. I found you guys at the famous bar. Let's give it a shout out. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. You guys, obviously, you know, uh, it's it, it. I speak a little Spanish, so that's called prison. Just you enough know? to be dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Yo, yo necesito baño. Vamos, you know. Or, uh, you know. Cerveza, por favor. Sí. <laughs> Dos. <laughs> well, you know, cierra la ventana, cierra la puerta. They always, they always advertise the bad things. They don't give you the nice things. I was, we're going to go to you, Jeff, on that one. And, and I, I want to clean Nicaragua. Nicaragua, I would recommend. We went to a place called Esteli. Yeah. And that is three hours outside of, Mata, how do you pronounce the, the, the capital? Managua. Managua. So we were, you land in Managua, and then you go up a uh, three-hour drive up to the mountain, I guess. It's, mm-hmm. And then you go into all the cigar fields. I recommend anybody who smokes cigars. I don't care who you are. Sure. Go there. Now, let me question. Not too many, though, because then it'll bring up prices up to, for everybody else. No, nah, but they but, need it. They need it. Yeah, no, it's, but it's a beautiful place. It's The weather is great. People are great. People are very friendly. But you learn this. You know, it's the driving, right? 15 miles an hour. Oh, oh my goodness. You know, you go to Dominican Republic, and people, you got, like, motorcycles passing you on every side. In Nicaragua, everybody's like, oh, not only, you know, I mean. They, they're great drivers. I could not, I mean, I don't know about great, when it takes you four hours to do a two and a half hour drive, <laughs> I'll take the crazy sometimes. Well, they were taking care of you. Oh, uh, yeah. Oliva they, was taking care no, of you. No, Oliva did the right thing, of course. But the, uh, I just, I, I do the, does your factory even, does any of the, I'm sure they all give tours, right? I never asked Oliva that. I uh, mean, did yeah, they have tour, they, I mean. They do, they do have tours. No, tour, that was because it was the week we were there. No, we they, were they, the biggest week tours. in the world. You know what, I, I, I got I got customers that tell me, hey, I want to come to Nicaragua. I want to check stuff out. You know, hey, come over. You know, if I'm there, you know, I'll give you the spiel. You know, mine is small. <laughs> so, like, you know, maybe an Olivo will take you three hours, you know. You just take you know. 10 minutes. That's your <laughs> yeah. smoke. Hey, you got 10 minutes, and then we shoot the shit. We sit on the rocking chairs, and I, I, I show you how to make a cigar. And that then, is my side, know, though. And then we just shoot the shit for about, you know, two or three hours, and then we go have, uh, you know, some, uh, some nice uh, meat. Yeah. Oh, I was just—I love that oh, part the of it. Food there's amazing. Food's pretty good. Yeah, we had Fresh. snapper. We had, wait, no, Nick did not like the food. Nick mm. is an eater, and he can eat. Mm. A kid, yeah. little kid, can eat. Oh man, I, you gotta go with me. Man. Gotta go with you. Yeah. You know what it is? We didn't know where to go. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. You know what's happening to leave us? I gotta give a shout out. We, you know, we got a driver and all this. So every day we're going out doing a bunch of stuff. I, I don't care. I, I want to pay for the food and stuff. 
So I tell, and I tell the driver, you come with me, interpret, come on, yeah, I, I'll pay for you guys. No, it was a leave who's paying. Every time I try to pay anything, no, leave it, got it. They won't let you pay, which is nice. I tell you, it was nice they did that. But I, we, we went to a couple of places, right, Nick? First of all, we go to a steak. I'm, I'm talking, I guess it was a five-star restaurant there because, I mean, it was, you know, the way, you know, as good as you can get there. Yeah. What was that place named? Do you know, Nick? Anyway, we go there and, uh, oh, what happened? We go there and the, uh, so I sit down. They order steaks. We order steak. Well, we got the menu, the steaks and this. I said medium. He goes medium rare. I said rare. Rare. I know when people don't. I wouldn't do that with no FDA now. I like that. You know who told me? JC told me that. (laughs) That's what I learned. Usually when I'm like, I pro. I can, like, assess the restaurant. They're probably going to overcook my meat. So I always go rare, and then it probably comes out medium rare or medium, you know, yeah. or, you know, medium well. Tried rare. This thing was the most well-done steak I've ever had. And I was like, Are you serious? Ah. Yeah. No, I and I was like, experience. damn it. Ah, oh, I was mad. And then at the bar, they were like, well, count your blessings. There's no FDA here, so <laughs> count your blessings. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. There's a really good steak. What JC told us, uh, or, or, uh, either David JC says, remember that there's no OSHA because we were in a hotel that wasn't even <laughs> finished, no hot water. Uh, I'm not complaining. I really am not. I sound like I am. I I love the people, and I, all the people from the people Americans, you guys, or all everybody. Every night we went, we all. It seems like famous is the. You've been there, obviously. We're gonna go with you, Jeff. What well, got? Does famous mean something else in Spanish, or are they just famous, like oh, famous Spanish. people come here? It's in English. Oh, okay. Oh, is that that's all it meant? Is that? It's like famoso. Famous. I mean, we just didn't know. I mean, you yeah, know, it's I, the only fucking bar in like, the whole place. Yeah. No, it's yeah. only nice bar. Yeah, it's the only like nice bar. There's it's one the other bar. that's called Mangos. Uh, well, you know, my okay. man Fidel had that place locked down. Yeah. He says they, they know the owners. AJ, or was it AJ that? AJ's got a lockdown. AJ had a good hey, lockdown. Hey, you got Rocky Patel. They're all there. We're yeah, all locked it down. The VIP, you know. He yeah, we were up there. Did you yeah. see us on the stage? I, saw you. I go, what am I doing up here? Uh, I want to go where the, you know, where, where's the criminals? They go, oh, they're all there. <laughs> the, secu- the security guard had like fiber knuckles on. Like two. Did you see that? It looked like he broke his wrist. Both hmm. wrists. I was like, I think, I think he's ready to hit somebody. <laughs> nah, I, but there's good security there. You're, you're, yeah, that's it's another one thing. of the places where you can go and, and, and be safe. And it, now you've been going to Nicaragua for how long? For about three years. Okay, so yeah. is that? Did you find it like me, kind of? Sure. I mean, the first time I went, you know, I was just like me. Like, hey, I love it. You know, I was like, oh, you know, this place. I'm not sure, but man, when I ate and I met the people and everybody was so down to. And it. you do it's speak so the cool. language. So. I speak the language, so it's a lot easier for me. I like. Yeah. I could see me going back, getting me a twenty-six-year-old girl, maybe buying a little place there. That I could see, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I can. No, no. I, I mean, know. it's just something that I, I, I would think my kind of place. Jeff, I got to ask you a card. Now we got Jeff Nasar, who owns a cigar lounge, and guess where? Port of Prince Haiti. Yeah, Port of Prince Haiti. Now let me ask you guys a question. Everybody out there, and I know you can comment. So comment. What are you gonna do? Is it safe in Haiti? Not right now, but overall, yes, it is. It's going to get better. We Why do have, you say that? No, honestly. We just have gang issues right now and politicals. But doesn't you know? it, doesn't, like, listen, we have gang issues. You, you don't even know it. 
right in this neighborhood right here, there's 50 gangs. You said 16 or somebody said? Do you know there's 50 gangs right around here? Really? Is, is that what Organized street gangs and everything. I, I do that. That's, that's my and main how, thing. How many of those are record <laughs> Good point, Nick. That's a good point. How many record labels? That is a good point. It's one of the most beautiful countries in the Caribbean. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I know it's attached. A lot of people don't yeah. notice the two countries, Nicaragua, yeah. I mean, Haiti and Dominican Republic, on the same island. Sure. Talk about that. Uh, and I was I was in the, at Dominican one time. We went to this beautiful place. And they said, just don't go over, to, you know, don't go to Haiti. You know, I don't know if it was. Yeah, it's all the advertising, you know. So the advertising. That's so, all. do you think? Okay, listen. If I go with you, am I okay? Yes, you're okay. You're gonna have a blast. You might not even come back. I might not. <laughs> what? Let me tell you something. I mean, Haitians are really good people, oh. man. Yeah. I, I've, I've been dealing with Haitians for a long time. Look, I, good you know, guys. You know, truth, truth of the matter, Furman is I, I, I'm a big people person. I believe I never judge. There's a zero prejudice in my body. My, that's the gift my parents that they gave me, really. I mean, as, as a guy, well, I grew up uh, poor, you know, not poor, but we didn't grow up uh, in silver spoons. You know, where I became a gangster, let's put it that way. But I believe in people. I, I really, I don't care who they are, where they are. I think if you connect with a person and they're true to you and you're true to them, there's nice people everywhere. That's one of the reasons I did the cigar lounge in Haiti. I was the I, first we're gonna one. We're going to go with that. Yeah, tell I me about the, your lounge. The first one that opened it in Haiti because, you know, I lived in Miami. I went to school abroad in the States, went to college and everything. And then I moved back to Haiti because that's where I was born. And I lived all my life there. And I said, how do you not have a cigar lounge here for people to meet people? This is crazy. And there's enough money. I, I, I know pay, Haiti you is know? a poor country. And so I did the lounge and now you meet people that you would never meet. Like, I met you today, and it's yeah. the cigar that made me meet you. I would have never met you. Never. Very true. Never. Like when CEOs are yeah. construction. Exactly. Yeah, we talk about that. I mean, you got people in Haiti that, that wash cars. They come to my lounge, they buy a cigar. Nothing wrong with that. I, met I love them. You understand? But why do you have a bodyguard? Huh? <laughs> that's, that's because I can't kill anybody anymore. <laughs> it's over. I'm on watch. <laughs> no. I, 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 the reason I love, I've been smoking cigars more than everybody here, even. And most people, 42 years, smoking cigars. I smoked in prison. We used to smoke the Denables. You know what Denables are? Mm -hmm. The old Clint Eastwood cigar. Remember the old, oh, yeah, the good those. man, the ugly? Yeah, yeah. Those are strong, man. <laughs> yeah, well, we used to smoke those in, in prison. They sold them. A box of five Denables. How much did that go for? Oh, back then, $8, $9 for a thing that was like $2 on the street. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know the old, we used to call them the good bay. Remember Clint Eastwood doing those? <laughs> you, smoked it, you smoked it till the end. <laughs> oh, my God. We got it to the end. But then they took those off the yard. I mean, they killed us in prison. But I've been smoking for cigars that long. And I can honestly say I've never had a bad time hanging out with dudes, smoking cigars, and rapping, bullshitting women. I know a lot of women are smoking cigars. Oh, I, that is blowing me yeah, away. It's starting, I, to, I, it's starting to be a lot now. I have yeah. a lot of girlfriends, amigas, that smoke, man. They, they, they are loving it. They, they're taking it on. They, and, I, and you know what? It's sexy. I you sit, you firm, and you get me in sexy, trouble. Man. You see a girl There's sitting there in a hot outfit, and she's smelling like this. And they always go like this. Like that. They don't smoke <laughs> like we do. I go, oh, And gauge. when it's a large gauge, you Oh, my God. Don't <laughs> do that to me. I'm getting Larry in trouble here. You're going to get me in trouble on my own show. <laughs> the uh, No, I, 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 on this show, is it like we, we're putting all the cigar people. 
So you're going to be on with Manny and, and, and all of them. So, and, and what I wanted to show is that people, whether it's a police chief, a, shop, a, a cigar lounge owner from Haiti, a cigar owner, small boutique place, but a nice guy, we all get along so good. Absolutely. I mean, I, there's no, yeah. and, and you know what it is? There's no envy, and I love that. Hey, listen, I'm with all the big guys. You want to get bigger? Yes, all that kind of stuff in life. But listen, we all put our pants on the same way. All hospitality is the same. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important that to show people you can be somebody out there right now. If you want one of uh, uh, Furman cigars right now, you can go to Furman's website and get a box of cigars. If you want one of uh, uh, the GOAT, Jeff's Nassar cigar, they call him the GOAT, guys. And he, he they're made by A.J. Fernandez. So... He has his own factory. You have AJ. I use Oliva. It's all the same. And nope. It's like they're, they're cigars. It's great. It's you incredible. like what you like. And you know what? You sit down. You can boost. I feel right now like I'm in a cigar lounge. Yeah. yeah Doesn't it? it is. I mean, that's what it is. I, I, we're in the RV, everybody. They know. The, the audience knows. You, you, know what, you know what's great about cigars, too? It's, it's you know, coming into wines and spirits and what have you. It's like, all right, well, I tried Nasser's cigar. All right, great. I smoked it. I want to try something different. Let me try Larry's. Let me try Firm's. Yep. You know, let me try Oliva's. Let me try it. And it's fantastic because that's what we want to do. And, yeah, you, you know, we have a go-to, you know, that we kind of I feel was just good say with. That, yeah. right. We feel kind of feel good with. But, you know, we like trying different things, and that's the great thing about cigars. And, and, and you want to experience that, and I think we should all experience that. You know, that's so important what you said because my audience is young. Mm-hmm. I sell uh, cigar uh, starter packs. I sell stuff like that. I'm thinking, Nick, we got to... Check him out on CrookedDiamondCigar.com. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> Always plugging my own. Well, you can plug you what we're going to do, too, is put both of your companies in the in the links and all that. So I far. appreciate it. But what, what it. I look, would... Look me up, uh, Furman Perez. Right, on Furman Perez. Uh, it's gonna, we, it, it's easier for them to just go to the link yeah. and click it. And if yeah. Listen... <laughs> I'll tell you something, too. If you're in Little Havana, make sure you check out my cock. Oh, don't do that. Oh, no. oh I love him. Did you see his cock? <laughs> no, not yet. We you guys haven't seen my cock? No, we didn't get drunk enough at Famous. So, <laughs> no, no, no. I did. I, hope I you, got uh, drunk the first night with Furman. I saw his cock. I showed him my cock. <laughs> he did. And wow, was it big. <laughs> Then, then you so, must have been drunk. <laughs> very. So, uh, oh, he's got a way of slipping in there. Well, this, is why, this is why they call me the Don. <laughs> Don Fermin. Nah, just fucking around here. But listen, if you anybody's down in Little Havana, I have a rooster, which, you know, we call cock. Do you have a shop here? No, uh, I don't. I, I, I just hold Where's the rooster? The rooster's on uh, 14th Avenue, right in front of Pollo Tropical. It's right on the corner. You you can't miss it. So why is it your roost? Why is it your? Oh, I I kind of donated it. And uh, oh no, what do you kind of? You donated it. Yeah, I paid for it. <laughs> you paid for it. You donated it. Yeah, it's a big. It's like a it's, seven foot tall like rooster and has my logo all over it. It's Miami ish. You know, it's very oh, really? it's, it's I, I, very nice. How far from here? Not far at all. We might have to ride by Nick. Take a video. Yeah, right over there on the roof. You know, so Little Havana has. Cocks or roosters in like many corners and what have you. So I, you know, I started in Little Havana. You know, I, I started playing dominoes. My love for cigars really became true in Little Havana. And that's, and I said, you know what? I got to give back. I got to do something with Little Havana. So I wanted to 
place my roots in Little Havana. So you took a cock and you put it on the corner. Absolutely, man. Jeff, you're you're from Haiti. Yeah, I was born in Haiti. I'm originally Arabic from Palestine. Wow. Yeah. Do you know about Little Haiti here in Miami? Yes, I do. You know what's in Little Haiti in Miami? What's in it? Federal halfway house. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> I know that because you know, I, I wasn't. My buddy just my buddy did twenty seven years, a hundred keys. So he he gets out. He's a good friend of mine. Only a hundred? Yeah. Well, that's what I call it. He's a good friend of mine. He did thirty years. He did thirty a bit, and him and I did a lot of time together, and we did the law together. So when he got out, right, I pick him up at Miami airport, and this is typical of people who get out, and he's a. One of my closest friends. First thing I do, I bring him a Cohiba. Oh, nice. I didn't have my brand. I said, let me get a Cohiba. Nice. Cuban brand. So I got a real Cohiba. And he's all, we, he lands here in Miami. Now, you got to remember, he just did, he just was away since 1988. Wow. And this is in 2016 oh, or whatever it was. What so he mean? gets out. 27 years he did. Straight. So he gets out of prison, 88, 98, 2008, 27 years, yeah. I know that. <laughs> so he goes in, Paul, his name, Paul Tolini, close friend. But to this day, we talk all the time. He's on my show. We do a lot of shows together. So he gets out. His first thing, and this is typical, he goes to the bathroom, and he's looking around, and he's feeling weird. The guy's looking at me. He's like, well, you're looking at me, but Paul is standing there. He goes, I don't know how to flush the toilet. It's the automatic toilets. <laughs> yep. Remember, you don't know nothing. Yeah. So he goes up to the sink looking to turn on the water. Can't turn it on. Can't turn the water on. You put your hands under and it comes on. It's got a sensor. That's not in prison. Uh, so, Paul, I messed with him. But, of course, I get him a cell phone, all the things you're not allowed to have. I get him. A, it, we bring him to Little Haiti. And the halfway house in Little Haiti, he ends up doing his time. And I, I visited him all the time. You know, we're close. And... Uh, I think about Little Haiti. Anybody says, I'm from Haiti, I go, where in Miami from? If you say Little Haiti, you know about the halfway house <laughs> in, in Haiti. But it, it's funny. Uh, can you take a few pictures while we're here, too? All of us, the group, group, group shoot. So, get back to you, Furman. Uh, I, I did see the cock, too. He says to me in the bar, I got to see this cock. I'm like, okay. I'm crazy. I was a swinger. <laughs> and, but he shows me I start cracking up It's a guy It's, it's, it's a, a rooster, rooster. It's a But rooster. you know What is it about Miami That has roosters Why is that That's a Key West thing You know yeah. I go to Key West yeah, All it, the time It's similar to Key West What well, happens is this, The roosters You know They're all over the place And they actually Pick them up And you know And they, they pick them up And uh, uh, they, they, they're all over All yeah. over uh, Little Havana So what happens is uh, It became I'm famous really with the whole rooster thing, you know, and uh, just like, just like in Key West, you know, and the tobacco and the cigar guys, there's, there's actually still a couple of small guys that still roll tobacco in little uh, Havana. If you want to go, uh, more than happy to take you. I, I, if I go, I really, I'm thinking about it. Cause yeah. all my friends just came back. A lot of them go, I tell them all, listen, I ain't going anywhere unless I know somebody from the area. You know what do you mean? I'm not going a tourist route. I'm too old. Don't give a shit. I want a tourist. I'll get a VR headset, which I mm-hmm. all that shit, and I'll see all the tourists. I want to go to Cuba with you. I want to go to uh, Haiti with yeah, you. Yeah, that's how you do it. You go with people 
you know, that know the place. And know what you like. Kind of like, listen, I'm not into to go see it. I want to have fun. Go to the bar that no one goes to. Go to the place that, you know, like, yeah. be safe, too. You know? I'm course, not going to go alone. You go to Little Havana with me, we'll, we'll be there for five, six hours. Because, I mean, I know every owner. I know every shop. I know absolutely. And the first thing they're going to do We're right is here? they're going to make coffee for you. Right here? Gonna, yeah, right here in Little Havana. We, we got, can we do place. a tour one day? Yeah, let's go. Anytime. I'll, I'll give you the tour. Nick, you, you hear that, Nick? Yeah, let's I think do we it. should do a vlog. We'll do a whole video vlog. Yeah, you know, there's, there's about 14 cigar shops. In five blocks. You think that's a lot? Go to Tampa. I know. I go to Tampa. I know yeah. some people in Tampa. But, yeah, I, so Miami is. Listen, Miami's two and a half hours from my house. So I'm, I'm cool. And I, we got to set that up. We could for a minute. I'd yeah, love to do that. Anytime. Yeah, have fun, too. Yeah, anytime. Go to dinner. I'll buy you dinner. we'll bring the boys, too. Boys, we'll do it. I'll buy you dinner. So we can make sure we can park the RV. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> We'll what park the RV right in front of the store. You stores. see how big this thing is? This thing's just got two bathrooms, four TVs, oh, microwave, everything. So we're sitting there. I pull up at 4.30 to the place, right in front of the place, and going, what the hell is this thing? I ain't going to stay here. Of course, I text uh, Dave. He goes, well, the city lot, you can go to city lot. Yeah, yeah, come on. Have one, Ivan. Yeah, he wants you want one. Yeah, he wants one. So he goes, uh, uh, what's his name, Dave? He goes, don't worry about a ticket. <laughs> City lot. So we had to pull this thing. You know, this is big. It's hard this to drive. It's big, but it's comfortable. It's, right. it's a house, really. Yeah. And I, you know what is good? This is the kind of thing we take on a trip to wherever, and you can open, you can pull in a rest stop. This generator's on. You don't even hear the generator, do you? No. no. You want to I'm on generator power, all this stuff. Do what we want. It's and it's a place to use a bathroom. It's not, I got two of them, you know, and all that shower and all You this. go to Tampa? Yeah. I, I do a couple big podcasts there. They're over there. You got to meet. You gotta meet uh, there's a cigar lady there. You, her family. You go to Tampa, I'm going to make you meet a good friend of mine. He's like my brother, Greg Donna from Good Times. That's actually good the, time reason, the reason that Jeff I want to go. And you I, have a, does he want, I want to get my cigars over there more. Yeah, Listen. I'll make you. He's, the reason we're together is because of Gregory. Yeah, man. Really? You guys Gregory's guy, company's called Good Times. Good Times. You, your cigar there? No, no, no. He's a manufacturer of cigars. Oh, oh he does. He does the, the small cigars. Oh, the cigarillo. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but one of them. He must know a lot of people. Amazing guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Man. Amazing guy. I, a lady friend of mine, I, I know from from the world of uh, uh, RVing, if you want to call it. We go to these high end places. This lady's a pisser. She's a little uh, uh, lesbian chick. Mm -hmm. She'll kick our asses, man. She's a fucking pisser. She wants to fight everybody. I'm laughing my balls off. She's like, yeah. And uh, she's from, her family is from the, actually the Oliva Company. Her her father and grandfather were rollers and this and, and you know, Tampa is the cigar capital of the, world, yeah, of the, oh, of the United States. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I go and I'll see her. She's Lana. Hey, Lana. She listens to us. She's a great little kid. She's a little, about my age, maybe a year or two younger. But what a fireball. I met her. She's starting to fight with, with a security place. Who is this bitch? <laughs> she goes, but I saw you and your brother. I have my brother. And she goes, I knew the mob was in town right away. <laughs> we come, we take over the town. She's two years younger than you? This lady, yeah. Uh, so she's 75? You fuck. <laughs> you see? <laughs> in mi casa. <laughs> you look good for 75. I fucking... <laughs> I think I look good for 62. I think it's that bourbon you've been giving him, man. Cut him off, Nick. 
No. Fermit, so where do you see, you know, I always like to ask people with cigars and everything else. You know, I think you and I are a lot alike because we're not in it to be the big guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. We like to, you know, grow. I wouldn't mind being a big guy. But, you know, I don't know if I would want to be a, yeah. as big as like Oliver or AJ and, you know. Then you have no life. You don't. I mean, you know that, obviously. You'd have a life, I guess, but it's, it's listen, my life is crazy enough, personally. Yeah. You know, I'm always traveling. I'm always somewhere. But I like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm at that point in my life. I'm doing what I want. And I do love to do this. You know what I mean? Connecting with people, meeting new friends. It's the best and, thing. Uh, it really is. It's incredible. Listen, when you live life like as long as I... The one thing, you know, my dad taught me, I have zero enemies. I went to prison. I was in the mob for a long time. I knew Gotti and Sammy, all those guys. Fuck Sammy. You want to come on my show? Out. But I knew a lot of these guys. I went away for not telling. My word is my bond. They took my $6 million from me. And, you know, I got out of prison in debt and then turned it around and fucking kill it. And, I, and it's like, you know, I was, I was telling a young kid one time, I said, listen, I was a millionaire three times. Mostly illegal. Mostly illegal. <laughs> but people can make it if they really work hard and love what they do. Absolutely. You know, you know that. You, you guys are hard uh, workers, you know, and I respect you guys a lot. I respect you guys a lot because I know what it takes. We all in this room know what it takes to do what we're doing. And, and, you know, it's a passion. It is not a... Uh, you got to uh, love it. It's not all I'm invested in some business and, and make money. It's a passion. It has to be a passion. The reason I'm in this business is because I, I love it, and it's passionate to me, and, and I love it. You know, when I make a cigar, man, I, I sit down and blend, and, and I, you know... I, I, I go over there and I pull some leaves from Abdel. I go for, to Oliva, Tabisco. Yeah, I, I pull from everywhere and I start coming up with some blends. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you. I'm going to leave you some, some new cigars I'm making. You, you know, Furman, I was, was going to ask you about Esmeralda. You jumped me. I was going to ask you about something. But that's that just but, almost where we're at. But, you know, but you're right. You know, where do, where does, how, do, how do you go from being passionate to being the size of, you know, the AJs and the Olivas and what have you? And I think, i got to be honest with you, I see these guys, and they're wonderful people. Unbelievably people. You know? AJ and was a, so, a sweetheart. So the thing is, it, Fred. Does, it does change. It does change a bit, but we still have the cigar in common, yep. which means that, you know what, we can still sit down with these guys, because I've sat with them all, you know, and they're great guys, and... They don't matter. look at you like, oh, you're the little guy. Nothing I don't step on all. you. There's no you know, hate uh, in this business. You know, the first time I met Abdel, AJ Fernandez, he goes, how can I help you? And he goes, where do you buy your materials? And I go, I don't want to tell you. He goes, what the fuck? Why don't you want to tell me? <laughs> He's a gangster. I love AJ. He's a true guy. I like AJ. He goes, where, where do you buy your materials? Yeah. And, you know, I was with Fidel in the car and, and you know we were all together, and yeah, he goes, "Where do you buy your material?" He stopped the car. We were driving. He asked me the question twice, and uh, we stopped the car. And I said, "Abdul, I buy my shit from you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you just don't know." <laughs> he goes, "Okay, good." And he kept driving. <laughs> good. <laughs> I, I really, he said that. I mean, he, yeah. Of course, goes, he's so and, big, you don't know. And, and then, and then he goes, "You know what?" And and, and, and coming back to the same story, you know. He said, how can I help you? You know what? Fidel, Oliva, same thing. You know, the guys from all the companies I've worked with, 
How can we help you? How can we? You know, let me give you this. Let me give you that. Let me, you know, go test it. Have have fun with with that. See if you can come up with something great because we want you to become great, you know, and it's okay. So, Is that amazing or what? You know, I just had a big meeting with the, the cigar people, you know, Libra, you know. I love their lounge. You're sitting there just drinking and talking, you know, whatever we did. We had, because we're, we're, I don't know if you knew this, we are bringing the cigar industry into the 21st century. Right now, the cigar industry is really lagging in the media, in the television, in the internet, in the worlds that I live in. I mean, in a big way. Well, there's uh, Nick gave a presentation on a what they call GTA World, bringing young people. It's unbelievable what we're doing. But and I I put a lot of money into it, and I don't give a fuck if no. I know who's here. I, I can go to I can go to biggest and get it. I love working with the people we're working with. You know, this is a people business. You guys are going to get involved. I'm going to show you how. But it's it's such a... I, I love this industry. And you said it. I wanted to ask you a question because this is cool. You you own a cigar factory. Yes. Now, I had a blenders come to me and master blenders and tell you, show me. First of all, they give you A, B, C, D, you know, and you start picking and what's this? I know what I like. That's I don't know. I could tell you nothing. Well, you I know, know now a lot. But well, you know, I, I, I've grown. Yeah, you know, I love it. I've Jeff grown into this. Good so what happens you. is, you know, uh, and this is this is something that I, you know, I think a lot of the tobacco smokers need to learn more. You know, it's not just putting a stick in your mouth and socializing. You know, learn a little bit more about your stick because. You know, if you want a Maduro, know what's in the Maduro. Exactly. You know, uh, but, you know, there's also that secret, you know. We don't really want to give away, you know, the secret to the sauce, you know. I don't know. They're pretty open about it. Yeah, it, no, but. They're getting more open now than before. We're going to blow them open. Trust me when yeah. I tell you. They, you they're know, blown away. With it's, you it's beautiful. So, you know, you, you go to Jalapa. Jalapa is going to give you a nicer, sweet. Jalapa is. Jalapa, Nicaragua. Okay. It's a little so, bit well, I'm just saying, You got to remember, you're yeah. talking to a lot of people. Yeah. I didn't know if I don't know what Jalapa is. Yeah. I, have well, a you know, I have Jalapa in my, in my the good. Yeah, but, in the good. but, you know, that's the area. So it's think of wine, you know, the terroir from different places, from the different areas, the temperatures that's there, what have you. Then you go to Jalapa or you go to Condega, you know, or you go to Ometepe or you go to different areas there, or you go to Honduras, you, know, you go to Ecuador, you know. And every leaf is going to have its characteristic, yep. you know, and that's what makes a cigar great. It's amazing. There's a certain amount of leaves that are in its tobacco leaves, and that blend, that's why they call them master blenders. You know, I'm not going to say that I'm a master blender, but I... Let me tell you, you're getting there quick, <laughs> and I mean that, because I don't care how many... You can have a guy who goes 20 years doing it, you can have a guy who goes a couple years, but gets it. I call gets it. Yeah. Understands it, knows what the... You know, I sometimes that listen. We're, just to you know, I interviewed Rocky. I interviewed you know. Do you know Hoya Nicaragua? Sure. Uh, Juan. Yeah. I interviewed Juan. I interviewed Fred. Uh, there all be shows coming out, and what we're doing is really putting together a cigar to pick the, the cigar of the year, uh, where we're gonna have co company people from every company can't pick their own cigar. Then we're gonna have regular people, regular cigar owner. A lounge owner, mm -hmm. uh, another guy who's just a, a Joe off the street who smokes cigars like I used to be. Because I'm going to tell you, 
I could care less if it was a feral pig or a, a Optimo. You know what I'm mean? What I'm getting at is what you like. I, I know where you're at. You know, people, and we're gonna pick be picking, and we're, and we're doing something different with that. And I know I'm gonna be. I talked to Cigar Snob. They were at AJ's house, and I'm gonna have a meeting with them. But we want to do something very big where we're gonna video the people, and you're gonna know why he picked it, not write it. I want to hear from your mouth why that's the best cigar in your mind. What you worked taste? for Scarlet for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. Why is that the best cigar? Right. Tell me. Five minutes, three minutes, five minutes, three minutes. Put together a real, and pick a real. We're going to have, we're going to, we're going to take, we really believe, I'm starting a cigar network actually. We do, we believe in the year will be the biggest cigar. I mean, where else can you go for a cigar? Where else can you learn how to smoke a cigar? Where are you going to get a video? I have it already made. I don't know if I showed you a little bit. I might at the bar. Yeah. Where you can go and learn some new people. How do you cut a cigar? How do you light a cigar? People kick the, I'm watching guys take a chunk off. I go, what the yeah. hell? You're killing a cap. You know, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to tell you something. I'm a biter, man. I just. I you know why, it. though? You're biting the tip and you're keeping the game and it's yeah. a tight cigar. No, but I'm good because you know what? I, I hate having shit in my pockets. <laughs> You know, I use the shitty one dollar lighters everywhere, you know, because oh, you man, know I saw you did that. I saw you did that. They take it away at the airport. They're like, here, you know, you, you got all this fancy. You well, know, you're in America now. I, you can use my lighter. I know your lighter is amazing. You're kidding <laughs> me? This is bit. what I'm taking. This is my Absol pocket every day. Absolutely, it's, it's a great, a very good lighter. Dude. But uh, I, it took uh, me a long time to pick. Let that. me tell you something. I uh, the thing about cigars is once you have it lit and you're enjoying it, so the way you cut it, yeah, it has something to do with it. The way you light it, but you know you gotta just enjoy the cigar, and that's that's very true. That's but people don't even know, even have like you know, I'm gonna go one 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 of our videos, like we're doing a whole series. We we have a channel, a network, platform. We I, I a million people could go on my platform right now one time and it wouldn't crash. I mean we're doing it right. We, we put the, the 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 dollars into it, but we the reason we did that is when I saw this industry. And I saw that it is lacking in 21st technology. I don't mean cigars. They're, they're, they're genetic engineer. They can do anything. Oh, that's amazing what they do. But you could have that great thing and have it, and nobody knows about it. What do you, like we were talking earlier, you could have the best product in the world. If nobody knows about it, it's not the best product in the world. Right? Okay. Yep. Now, you, I come to your little factory. I come there, and I, or whatever, we bring you on. I love, and I don't want just the big guys. I want the cigar lounge guys. I sure. want the small owners. Yeah. I want a regular guy that's from Haiti, loves cigars. I want a new guy, Nicholas, yeah. right here. Just uh, smoked his first cigar this weekend. Do you know why he did it, really? He goes, I got to do one. He goes, of course, he goes, I want yours. He tell, he tell him, Nick, you could tell when I tell him. What, what is it? So I could tell when. So say I'm editing all day, and he's gone doing work like out of the office and he walks in, I could tell instantly that he was smoking all day that wasn't a Crooked Diamond. Like as soon as he opens the door, I'm like, holy shit, dude. I'm like, holy cow. Yep. And he's like, how do you know that? I'm like, I could smell it. Like I could totally smell you, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so what happened with that is uh, I, he liked it. He made him roll, made him do the fill. Made, you know, they gave us the part. So he, he said to me, nah, I want to try one. You know, if you ever watch a guy try a cigar for the first time? <laughs> it is fun, man. He pulls. I said, Nick, it's not a joint. Don't inhale. That's the problem. That's <laughs> one of he the goes, biggest problems. Problem. He, he goes, goes he goes, <laughs> <laughs> don't inhale. <laughs> 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 
why, you know, yeah, it's, it's he's used problem. to the other thing, you know, it's yeah. a UN Hill. It's a big and problem. Yeah, I said you want to puke. A whole different dynamic. You guys are like the story. I go, I go on a show. I go to LA to do a bunch of shows. I actually leave and go. How do you do that? I go on LA Live. It's the biggest show in LA. And we did the show at a cigar lounge. National biggest show in LA. NBC, I think it was. Of course, how did you do that? Because <laughs> you can't. Well, my story is a little bit different than cigars. I'm a redemption story, as you said. That's beautiful. A guy who went away, did bad things, and turned his life around. I have the number one program for young people in the country, United States. It's good. It's used That's by good. Congress, used on Cong by the United States Congress, used by police departments everywhere. And now I'm in the cigar business. I'm in a lot of businesses, and and I love this business because what we talked about, which is the camaraderie. Yep. But I'm on this show, right? So I go to LA Live and did that. And they gave me a 12-minute I mean, I, I toured the lounge. It was crazy. I'll show it to you. It's all just Google. But I end up going on another internet show. It's called Dopajola. He'll probably hear it. Very big. He's, he's a pot website, mm. uh, you know, platform. Little about my size, you know, which is pretty good. <laughs> And he's a great guy, 34 years old. And he sits down and he puts two big old blunts in front of me. And this is the show. And I know what it is. He goes, hey, OG, you know, he goes, you don't have to try to keep up with us. And I blew them away, man. <laughs> but besides that, what I did is I brought him a box of cigars. Yeah. It, not even mine weren't made yet. But I had a box of Oliva. I think, I, of course, I, I took the uh, Melanio or whatever it was. Melanio. Yeah. Melanio. Yeah. Of course. It's cigar a wonderful here. cigar. Great cigar. So I bring the cigar to him. I said, let's open it. And he goes, I never smoked a cigar. Like, this is on air. He goes, I never smoked a cigar. So I said, I'll show you everything. I show him how to cigar. We're on the show. He doesn't, he doesn't pick, because I told him, I said, listen. His name is Thomas, too. I said, yeah. I said Thomas, if you inhale that cigar... You're going to fall down and puke, oh, yeah. and I'm going to finish your show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, and he, he really enjoyed it. I mean, we, we, you know, I don't know if I made him a cigar smoker, but he enjoyed it. And a lot of young people want to get into the cigar business. Believe me, I mean, smoking cigars. It's the hottest thing now. You know, cigars are back yeah. in a big way. Mm -hmm. I know. I know my audience. And you know why? Did you know the study that's out that all the big boys did from uh, the government? If you smoked a cigar, let's say you never smoked a cigarette in your life, cigarette, never smoked one in your life, and now you smoke cigars, you never smoked cigars ever, ever, ever. You're both there. Did you know you got a longer life expectancy than a person who never smoked a cigar in their life? Wow. This is not my study. This wow. is not Oliva's study. This is a federal study by people who hate the industry. They cannot deny the data. This is just, you know, I don't know if you know this sure. came out. You know why? In the thing, it's, it, it's about stress. It's about relaxing. What does a person do when they get a cigar? What are we doing? Meltdown. Sitting back. Yep. There's not That's stress. Terrible. There's nothing. You're kicking You know it. what? You talk about all the stresses in your life with your good friends that you know it ain't going to go anywhere else. You know, and, and if you can count on your buddies, you know, uh, 
It's wonderful. I, I, I tell you. It's uh, therapy. And then it costs 15 bucks. Exactly. You know, what I've learned... Oh, yeah. $15. <laughs> Look at therapy. He's been in therapy. No, you need it. He's retarded, so he needs well, it. You know, I mean, there's, there's He's got Down syndrome. No, he don't have Down. I'm fucking with him. But, but you know, I better get crazy. I don't want to. We'll be, cut, we'll be cut, all over I'll be on Joe. I'll, I'll be on some mega show and they kill me. Back <laughs> it's like 10 years. But this is therapy. It really is. Cigars are therapy. You know, it helps the brain. We talk more. Look, I play dominoes. You learn a lot. You know, I'm playing with you sometime. You you got to do it. You got to do when it. When we come down I, for, I, that, for that, I, I want a tour. Is that done? Done. Done. When, when I, I get, get my schedule cleared. We're, we're, you know, again, this is What days do you do it? We play Tuesdays, Thursdays. Thursdays, we're usually in Little Havana or Sundays. That's where I want to be. And yeah. what time? Just tell uh, me. Around uh, 6, 7 o'clock in the At afternoon. At night. Yeah. So if I come so, down in a day with the RV, we can park it somewhere. Yeah, and- we'll schedule it out. And we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we have it. And it'll be out in the open there. And you'll no, be there we'll with do 14, interviews, guys. I'm- we'll, you know, we'll go do the walk around with Little Havana. Nick, you, you know, get ready listen, with that. Bring over 3,000 people a day come to Little Havana. I'd like to help for, for the filming. I want to do that right. Yeah, there's over 3,000 people that come to Little Havana every day. Every day? Every day. And there's so many cigar shops, and, you know, and there's so much they, Nobody speaks English. Yeah, sure, they speak English. I know, English, they do. Know? What I meant, it's, they, they, I want the authentic English. stuff. Hola, senor, como esta? <laughs> How are you, mister? <laughs> That's about, you know, it's Todo much, bien. Listen, it's more important for you <laughs> to speak Spanish speak. In, little, in Miami Absolutely. than English. Listen, you know where I learned Spanish? Prison. I, My cellies were always uh, Hispanic of some sort, Cuban, Colombian, and mostly. And, you know, I'm open. Uh, like, I, I like to know about, you know. Uh, You're saying that most of the crooks speak Spanish? They're all crooks. All Spanish. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. All crooks are Spanish. You knew that. <laughs> but Do you speak but- Spanish? But no, not all Spanish I mean, are crooks. Just a couple words. So you're like me. Yeah, just a couple <laughs> words. I get no, it wrong. You, does anybody in the cigar industry speak Creole? Oh, a lot. They're really? A lot of Haitians smoke cigars, man. It's a, a big lot, industry. my friend. A lot. Big, big industry. I'm telling wow, you. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Big industry. So, okay, how, how long ago did you start a cigar? You went to Haiti because you're from originally. Yeah, originally from You Haiti. love cigars. You yeah. go to Haiti. You say, No, I used to live there. Then I went to school in the States. And then, you know, I did business in Jamaica. I did business in Miami. And I moved back to Haiti. And then I said, how do you, this is not a cigar lounge here. This is ridiculous. I mean, a full cigar lounge. He had a couple shops that used to sell cigars, you know, but no lounge. That was his excuse to so smoke about but 10 cigars smoking, a day. I've been smoking cigars <laughs> it since sounded I was, that. <laughs> I've been smoking cigars since I was 15 years old. I'm 49 today. Today? Yeah. Your birthday? No, no, not uh, today. Today till I'm, we gonna start I'm still alive. <laughs> so, you know, and now I've, I've been smoking minimum five, six cigars a day for the last 30 years. And, you know. Uh, but I, I, this is a question a lot of people have. Whenever I get a question, I think something that we, I know a zillion people do. Is there enough money there? In Everybody Haiti? hears how poor it is. Of course there's money there, man. There's money everywhere. Oh, of yeah. course. Wow. Would you think that? Have I, you ever I, been to Haiti? I, I, I wouldn't, but uh, I have uh, three cigar lounges that sell my cigars in Haiti. That's great. No, the reason I only ask that is because, you know, you're, you're American now. I mean, you're from Cuba originally, right? Yeah. Eric, yeah. We talked about that. 
I would Haiti would be one of the last places that I would think is. I mean, Dominican. It's come more commercial, especially with all the cruise ships. Yeah, with all the tourists and everything. Yeah, tourists. That what a racket those tourists got. You ever see those uh, in Bahamia? They come up. Oh, you want a box of Cohiba? That's a box of pig shit. No, that's not <laughs> absolutely. You guys laugh at that. I look at this. Like, Get the fuck out of here. Who you think I'm talking? To, idiot. You know, you know. But it, I love that you're doing that because not only I think that brings culture. I think it brings people together, like he says. Of course. In Haiti or wherever it is. And hopefully they get stable where where more people can go there. Yep. I love, I'm not a traveler. Something about Europe that just doesn't turn me on. Maybe I've seen too much, read too much. Not that it's bad at all. No. It, it, I don't want to go walk and go to Louvre and go to Paris and go to Eiffel Town. I'm a lazy prick. I want to come here to Little Havana, walk some shops, go play dominoes, have more drinks, go play dominoes, whatever. That's just me. And I would go to a Haiti where we can go to a scar. I would make his lounge the destination. Right? It, would you it do is, that, Nick? It, it is a destination. <laughs> Are we doing it? Yeah, no, I, would much ra- I would much rather go to Nicaragua, Haiti, Vietnam. I, I have, I'm with you. I have no desire to go... Smell the Eiffel Tower. I have no, no, none, none. And then I heard, all, and right now, all the new trend right now is to go to Paris where the Eiffel Tower is. And instead of showing all the good parts, really show like all the graffiti and the trash on the street. And it's pretty it? funny. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's not getting a good rep right now. But I don't know. I've never felt like, oh, I want to go to Rome. Like, you know, Rome, well, maybe Rome. But uh, no, he said, see, that's, I, a lot of people work for me. How old are the guys in Boston? I don't even know. Uh, I got guys in Boston. Three, yeah. three, 21, 24, 22, whatever the hell they are. I love working with young people because you realize where the world is going. You know, they're the future. Let's say all of us in here, we're dead soon. Yep, we're Let's be honest. That's being morbid. This kid's 26. He's going to live another 60 years. Oh, these guys keep us young. They sure do. You know? Especially just the other like the sex. Women. Just, like, just like the women. <laughs> I just said. You're young, young, young. Furman, yeah, I just yeah, said, yeah. just the other sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, he keeps me young by me yelling at him. Yeah. Nah, he's a great kid. He, no, he's, all, he's amazing. He is. He's good. He's uh, I got lucky to get somebody who wants to understand the businesses I'm in and be right with me and not have the, the anchor, you know, mm-hmm. and and doing what I do. Because I'm, I'm never stopping. You know what? I mean, from the little bit that I know you. You're a fantastic guy. Dang, I, you're I a think fantastic I am. <laughs> Thank you. you know, not not only because you're outspoken and you you know everything that you do and and your camaraderie as, as we were talking about camaraderie. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, it's it's you. What, well, we what met you and we f- we connected. We well, met. One hundred percent. That's exactly. I feel connected. These. I'm a kind of guy. I'm I'm such a feel guy. I go. I hate meetings that I got to go to this corporate room. I am so bad. I'm telling you, Nick. Oh, I am so bad. The presidential candidate, I'm in. No, he even goes, Larry, you weren't just in your regular shorts. What was I in when I when I did that meeting? He goes, tell me what happened. I was like, all right, I set us up a, a presidential candidate. He's coming in. He's coming in uh, <laughs> about that- two weeks. It wasn't like, oh, he's coming here right now. Was, yeah, he'll be here in two weeks. Day he gets here, like, all right, he's cool. He walks in. Best suit I've ever seen. He's got like fucking badges of honor and buttons. And Larry's over here in a cutoff shirt, 
holes in his socks, no shoes, basketball <laughs> shorts, no underwear. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are you doing? He's like, what? What he say? looks up and I don't, I fuck around. I don't care. Dude. I, was like, I don't care, bro. Actually, what you know, I did do some research on him. Obviously, I do my job. And so I know, I didn't think, I don't even think anymore when I'm there because I'm at, I, I take care of my mom. So I built a studio, really. Matter of fact, Corey comes to the studio. He goes, he tells his staff, he comes to the studio, Corey. He goes, I don't know if this was going to get hit by the mob or something. It's in a neighborhood. What's in my mom's garage? I built a, a beautiful studio. And Corey walks in. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, there's a house attached to the studio. <laughs> Meaning, you know, it was like that. So I don't even think about it. I get up. You know, you put, I, I got a lot of work to do, videos. When I got to do a video, you, well, what am I wearing, all that bullshit. But I just researched the guy and it was getting going. I get it comes. I didn't know who he was going to be or anything. I know who. Uh, I didn't think he had a secretary with him or whoever he had with him. And Nice guy. So we sit down and actually I hit him with a few questions. Out of the bank. Go, oh, you know what you're doing. Like, you know, I did enough on it. Then I said to him, hey, listen, great speech. Great talk to me. I'm very socially liberal. I don't give a fuck what you do. Fiscally conservative. Don't steal my money. Other than that, you want to fuck who you... I don't give a fuck. You fuck your rooster in front of the 14th. I told the guy, I says, listen, you got me. Turn now and convince that 26-year-old right there, the producer, to vote for you. The guy turns in his chair, turns to Nick. He starts talking to Nick. Talks him for a bit. Nick's listening and everything. We do a whole show. He leaves. I said, Nick, what do you think? Tell him what you thought. Well, after, I was like, oh, that's good. It's, it's good. And on the mic, I said, yeah, that's good. And he's like, off the mic, he was like, I saw your eyes glaze over after like a 30 seconds of him talking to you. I was like, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, no, I turned. I No, I have no idea what he said. He didn't talk shit on anyone's wife. He didn't call anyone ugly. I was like, I have not a clue you know what that said? man said. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Dude. What he's talking about. Yep. Donald Trump. Donald Trump goes on stage with... I'm not all, a MAGA guy. I don't wear MAGA hats. No. I don't vote for Donald. But... He loves the chaos Johnny's that's going on. he has got my attention, bro. Yeah. Like, he's got my attention. He so. said Trump comes out and says, Rand Paul's ugly. Or he goes, you know, in a debate, Donald Trump actually said this. He's debating, he's debating uh, uh, Ted Cruz. In the middle of a heated debate, he goes, Ted, your wife's a dog. <laughs> we went back and looked, and he said this. So everybody looked up Ted's wife. Ugly yeah, as a yeah. dog. You know, a dog. You know what that means? She's a fucking dog. You know what that means? Uh, He's keeping it real. Oh, listen, what better. What he means. goes, he does keep he it goes, real. He goes, he goes Ted, real. your wife's a dog. Ted, yo, we don't talk to people like that. This is Texas. He goes, she's still a dog. Everybody knows. That's it. <laughs> keeping it real. One week later, Ted Cruz comes on the radio. I support Donald J. Trump. <laughs> he quit. He probably went home. His wife said, Ted, you better get off this race because that guy's killing me. He got, I don't even he, know the wife she looks like. What got, I'm getting at, he's crazy. He got home. He saw the wife look like the dog. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? No, what he meant. Ted, you fucking pussy, bro. He did say that. My thought was. With him, because I'm around a lot of young people, and I deal with them in my other business. And um, 
And I, I, I do believe in the young people. Everybody says, ah, the young. no, they're smart. They're smarter than you think. We all in this room didn't know technology, of course, because we didn't, weren't around it. You, you, you. Come on, you're old enough that it's all new shit to you. Absolutely. Yep. These kids, they That's grow right. up with yep. it. They do. It is nothing for them. And you know what? Politics is saying the same thing. He is used to crazy shit going on. Listen, Biden can't walk. The guy's brain dead. He can't talk. I, I, listen, I don't mean, I'm not getting into politics. We know he can't fuck. I mean, he can't walk. I'm going to fuck. Can't do anything. I ain't seen a heart on it 20 years. Even if Stormy Daniels, good for him. I liked Clinton. She put a cigar in there. How can't you like Clinton for that? I know those girls are going to hate me. I'm going to get a lot of emails on that. But the, I, I look at the, you. what he said was very eye-opening, though. He was legit. Here's a guy who had some plans, the economist. He was a. Oh, it, he had amazing plans for sure. It, all yeah. of them would work. You should probably implement them. Yeah, he, he was really good, to be honest. I I would vote him. If I ever thought he had a. I can't vote. I'm a felon. But <laughs> my point is uh, it shows me where the young people are at or the people are. And even, again, I'm going to go back to cigars for one minute here. Cigars, if a guy, if a presidential candidate went to a cigar lounge and they did an event at a cigar lounge, he would kill it. Absolutely. Do you know how many people, whether they like him or not, nobody, I don't, you, you get some stupid Karen, you know what a Karen is, right? Some stupid bitch Karen that doesn't like the cigar. Oh, well, yeah, I'll spray it with my shit. But my point is, they, the whole world is, 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 Getting back off that cancel card, if you know that. I don't give a fuck, as you can tell. I really don't. People say, you're going to get canceled. Well, go fuck yourself. How's that? What are you going to cancel? You can't cancel someone who don't want to be canceled. Yeah. What are you going to do, hate me? So what? I know a lot of people, you know, listen, I was a criminal. There's a lot of people I'm sure don't like me. I, I was actually a good criminal. They couldn't get anybody to come testify against me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hurt them. You know, They all made money in the show. We all choose the way we want to live and die. Absolutely. You know yep. what? I choose cigars. I'm okay with it. What I'm getting at my is... My old man does the same thing. You know, they told him, hey, you your can't... Your father? Smoke. Is he alive? Yeah, yeah he is alive. Is your parent, both of them? Yeah, they are. Are they in Cuba? Uh, no, they're here. They're here. Ah, they're that's, here. that's a blessing, the here, But here's the thing is, my father used to always smoke cigarettes all the time. Now he's only cigars. And my mom's always like, oh, you're going to keep smoking, whatever. And yeah. I go, mom, he enjoys his cigar. Let him. If he's going to live to 85, 86, 87, whatever. But he's enjoying his life. This is what he likes to do. You know, why are we going to be taking that privilege? At that age. You know, it's, yeah. this is the few at things that we age, have. At any age, though. You know yeah, that. but even yeah, worse well, at that age. Every day. What? With your mom smoking tobacco. What about Nicotine. Oh, I don't care. You're like, she's 90. My mother's 90. She'll be 91. She smokes a pack and a half a day for 70 years. You know what I just said? 70 years she smokes a bag. So someone says, oh, she shouldn't. Are you kidding me? That's probably what's keeping her alive. Probably. Listen, you take those cigarettes away. I'm telling you, my, my mother's a, a pissed. She loves Nick. He's like a little son. It's like we were talking earlier, huh? George Burns, huh? You know, it's like, uh, what does your doctor say? He's, he's dead. Ah, <laughs> he's dead. Isn't you that know? great? No, think about what we're doing. We're sitting here. Obviously, friendships forged. Everything happens in, in life over a cigar, number one. Yes, sir. 
after that, listen, there's people you meet you don't you don't meet again. I get it. Obviously, I I, I said I told you I'd be, I wanted to meet you know I want we you connected did, in did. Nicaragua. Yeah, and I said to him, I'll be there, and you know, and, and I'm so glad. I would, there's so many people I got to see. Uh, we got to close now because I got to go somewhere. Because you know the other guys, those yeah. we know and them. Yeah, and I just believe that the cigar industry itself is is an industry that I think more politicians should understand. Oh, they're not going to be canceled because they're going to a cigar lounge and this smoke. Studies are out. Be ballsy enough to say it, and it, and, and fight for it, Nick. He would if you went if that guy went and said you know listen, Nick, I'm running for president. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. I don't give a crap. You know what? I don't care if he fucks his wife. I don't care if he fucks a girlfriend. But I got better. But he would have loved him. He would have said, "Wow, that guy's got it going on." If he said fuck. I'd be like, "You're in, bro." You're in. You just, said the word good. just the word. You know, you, you, you're talking yeah. about the politics and cigars. You know, look at what Rocky Patel and the PCA. Have oh, you know, he's Rocky's a, a great guy. Great guy. You know, I don't know him personally. I shook his hand the other day. Yeah. Have you. I, oh I don't no, know I, we got. He, you, you know, we we're born the same year. No way. I'm getting old. <laughs> no, you're right. Go, go. But you know, he uh, he he's been pioneering this thing. You know, he's he's on top of it. You know, all he was a big, lawyer. You know, all the big guys. You yeah. know, Tudo. You know, AJ. All these guys. You know, behind the PCA, and that's fantastic. I got a lot of respect for all of them. I, tons of. So do you, and I know that. Tons of, tons. You know, I met Rocky, and uh, I knew I met him at a couple of places. He goes, "Oh, we met." Yeah, yeah. I I actually kind of almost did forget. You know, I go to these events and. A lot of young people come up. Oh, I see you, and you, I, I follow you, or whatever. That's what got us thinking about the the network we're making. Actually, it's got mm -hmm. you know, it, boy, it's gonna be big. You, you guys be there. The so when Rocky, you know, when Fred, I said I want to interview. He goes, how about Juan uh, Martinez uh, mm -hmm. from Hoya Nicaragua? He's there. Oh, the, and then Rocky saw you want to come over, and he said, hey, remember? I said, yeah, I did. I kind of did. I did. But not, I, mean, I know who's Rocky Patel. I mean, it's a cigar. Great yeah, cigar. Great. And we started talking about, like, age, and he's a lawyer. He was a, I'm a lawyer, and you know, I got my law degree. He got a law degree, all this shit. And he was telling me about this. And he, he was actually held hot. He was gone for four days. I don't know if you knew that. They didn't know if he was kidnapped or anything. Oh, wow. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm going to have him on for a whole show. Man, I, I only did small shows. watch it. With, yeah, I only did small shows with the three of them. Because, you know, remember the night? Uh, yeah. We were at that white event, whatever the hell it was. So he, he, I heard it was one of the best. That white event was fantastic. Well, we rocked it. I mean, we had everybody there. And then Nick set up a whole studio, like, behind this thing. It was perfect, man. Nice. Yeah, good job, Nick. Yeah, it was a good job. He did a good because he actually did it with music going on. I, I, yeah, we have we have, but we have good equipment. We got yeah, we got the Joe Rogan equipment. You know, meaning like we got really good equipment. So he had mic things, and then he didn't even use those. He used this. That roadcast is the best in the world. You know, you can get. Mm -hmm. So he had all the equipment. He did it right, and I go, "Wow, this is gonna be great." And he said like, afterwards, he goes, "The audio is great." And that's all he gave me shit about. That's all I'm you worried. Hear. No, I'm worried. We're good. I'm worried about the, but I'm not because the the people we talked about were ten minute interviews that were good. You know, they, that's the number one. Get, really, that is the number one thing. Like, you can record something in like 360p, 420p, and if the audio is good, people are gonna watch it. They're gonna physically watch it. If you record something in 4k and it's choppy, the audio is just shit. 
No one, no one is gonna watch you know, it. Us guys over fifty don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> forty DP, fifty I, I DP. Mean, oh, okay. So you know, you know, four K. You know what four K is? I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know what four K is? You know what you know what four K is to him? Four thousand dollars. Okay. Let me redo this really quick. <clears throat> Let me redo That's this really quick. Okay, so. That is so true. He thinks you're telling him you, you're going to give him $4,000. <laughs> you, <laughs> you would much rather watch something at a lower quality, like visually. Blurry. With, like blurry and a high audio, like a good audio. Absolutely. Like, this is, this is yeah. good. I don't care. Now, if you have something that's a really good top-notch quality of visual and the audio is just dog shit. They get this off the screen. Like there's a buzzing or noise in the background. Always you're gonna be like, get this out of here. Like, yeah. Get it all. Get it out of the screen. Like I don't care. Well, I've seen some of your work, man. You've done really good. Good work. You, you, La- you know, La- Larry's blessed. You know, he's came with me and he's been with me for a couple of years, and he's learned so much. And I have a lot of good friends that are network people, like NBC, and and they're, they're all about education. One of my best friends is uh, from New York, but he's Don Hewitt. Don Hewitt founded 60 Minutes. You know, 60 mm-hmm. Minutes. That's his daughter's, his wife is his daughter. And one of my best friends. I love her, Lisa. I go to New York twice a year. I mean, I go more, but I'll go to their house. And we go on fire island, you fucking trashed. <laughs> I like it because there's no cameras. <laughs> Meaning, like, you know, nobody. It's very, a lot of directors, a lot of TV big wigs and shit. And they're so down to earth. Most I won't fuck with a person that's not down to earth. I that's, you can probably tell that. Mm-hmm. I will it tell takes a person. Me, it takes me five minutes to click with somebody. Bingo. That's it. Five Jeff, minutes. Jeff, I clicked with him five at the minutes. table. Yeah. I said that fucking five guy is minutes. cool. I don't know. I, I told Nick. I said I, I don't need cool more guy. than five minutes. I came here. I met you. I'm not. You know, five minutes. I said. You know what? See, I like that. I, five I like minutes. That. I like, get to know someone. Yeah, get, it takes like me five minutes. If I don't like him, I don't like him. Five minutes. The first words out of his mouth was, fuck you. Yeah. There you go. Five minutes. Good friend. I like him. Oh, that's me all the way. He says, get up the stairs. I said, fuck you, get up the stairs. Yeah. I said, I'm going to fall on you. That's it. Right? Five minutes. Five minutes. You're cool, bro. You know? No, and Nick, Nick really makes a point that we're living our lives, and I want to, and I, you know, when I built this platform, I built the biggest platform in three and a half years than anybody. Three and a half years I've been on YouTube, four years now, but I've really been monetized, what they call monetized. How many million and a half subscribers? Thirty-one million hours, uh, fucking crazy shit. I don't even get it. Yeah, I get it, but I don't get it to the point of, you know, you stop at an airport. Like, what the Four fuck you want me YouTube for? You know me as an ex-con. Who the fuck's looking at me? What the fuck? The FBI. I you know what I mean? The FBI. I, I swear. I, I, fuck, <laughs> man, I, that was like a big, not big, hard rock. When. Oh yeah, that she knows me or some <laughs> shit. We were not in the right state of mind for people. To oh, we were, we were, we were on acid. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but my like, point, my she won't stop looking. <laughs> You're like, I have fucked her. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. We we just I'm at that point, and I, I that's why I connect with you guys. You are at the at the table, just bullshit. Then he fucking sells me his car. Actually, the last night I met him, we met already. And he goes, you know the cops over there, <laughs> and he plays dominoes with him. He knows them all, you know. And I love that because when they're good, they're not gonna hang around with shitty people. Oh, they're good guys. That's how I look at people. You wouldn't be here if you were an asshole because you were vermin. Yeah, I would. Period. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just the way life is. I would not 
Nick knows. When I hire people or anybody, I don't give a fuck what you did, your record is. I don't give a shit. Because everybody needs second chances. Absolutely. Don't judge, man. Absolutely. My parents, that's the best gift they've ever given me, is not to be judged. Don't (sighs) judge. And I, my parents have zero prejudice. They taught us that. I told, I told Fred's father that. I said, you know, you gave your son a work ethic and a, a respect for people. That, that, forget it, money. Listen, money comes and goes. Believe me, I know that. And we all want it. We all want to live better. That's nothing wrong with that. And if you don't, then you're fucking something wrong with you too. There is, uh, of course. But I won't give that for who I am. I lost, I could have fucking ratted on John Gotti and these guys. I would have did two years and kept all my money. Fuck you. My That's dad strong. dealt That's strong. That yeah. my, listen, they call that facing the devil. That's strong. You know, a lot of people don't do it. I believe me, I know the system. It wasn't because of them. It wasn't because of any man. Because I, of you. It, it Integrity. Was, it was because my dad. My dad instilled in me that it meant more. Your word means more. I told you I'd be here. I will fucking be here. When we set up, when we set up Cuba, we did uh, Little Havana. I will be there. Uh, I can, I'm going to take you to every shop, and I will love. And it. You will until I get so fucking tired. Like, come on, Fermi, are you trying to kill me over here? <laughs> but we're going to close. We're going to close. I got second shop. Second. <laughs> second <laughs> here, what he say? Second. Have some mojitos, and we'll have some uh, nice couple uh, of questions. Cigars. Last time because we got I got do have, man. You know they're waiting for me. The other ones, but that's okay. Ivan, you haven't talked much. I know you're a hitman for fucking the big boy, Jeff. Nah. How are you liking it over here? Oh, give him the mic. Take the mic. How, how are you liking it over here? Give, grab it. I love it. I'm, I'm blessed I've met uh, someone like you. Oh, how about him? Amazing. <laughs> What's just, Nick. Nick. That Nick. Over there, now, I don't know about that. Do we have to kill him? <laughs> nah, yeah. uh, Jeff is an amazing guy. Very focused. Obviously, I connected with Jeff. Consistent on what he's doing, believes in what he's doing, and that's that's where success uh, starts. Absolutely. You know, everything I've ever done started with me. Even when people tell it's not going to work or whatever, you got to push back a little bit. You really and that's something that we spoke earlier. I think it's all about the energy. I love your energy. I love your energy. I was telling Jeff earlier. It's about energy. Great. When it's bad energy. It's not gonna work. Like Jeff said, five minutes. I don't want to be there anymore. When it's energy, when energy, you never want to leave. You never want to leave. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a great question. This could be uh, another hour. You know, oh, easy. Shoot yeah. the shit here. You're, for you're, another are, hour. you're all right. I mean, yeah. he said it right. It is an energy, and and especially I, I do. I meet a lot of people just because what I do, but the, again, the cigar and, and you guys and meeting the people in Nicaragua. I did. I told Nick he's going back. Oh, he goes. Yes, I am. I, I want to go. And I told my manager, and I told another guy who worked for me, I says, you two have to go. You know what I mean? Because they have to understand the, the, the process. I'm going to bring you to Haiti when Haiti I, gets I, better. I, I, and Jeff. I promise you that. Oh, oh you owe you, but we, I, I'm going to ask you that. <laughs> but when, uh, just on that off note, when my guys go to, uh, if, if I go or not, I'm, I hope they go to meet you. I'll, I'll tell you, come. You know, yeah, we're going to say know. I'll, I'll, Yeah, you know. I'll come over for it, that. I'll tell you, the first time is daunting when you don't know. I was lucky. Listen, Oliva opened up, and Oliva can do anything they want. You know, you know, we worried about kidnapping. I said, listen, listen Oliva will get us out. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> listen, I, I, I've driven all of Nicaragua by myself. Wow. Again, knowing the language a little different. I, it is. It is. But everybody's genuinely nice. You know, you go south of Managua, 
You're in Costa Rica. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost Costa Rica. You know, you go I to used San to go Juan there once a month. You go to San Juan del Sur, you go to Granada, you go, uh, you know, Metepe. There's gringos, uh, Europeans. Yeah, called expats, yeah. too, you know. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's a beautiful place, so... You know, I'm retired military, and uh, I even have Social Security now. Believe that shit. I don't even believe it. And 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 they said if you just go there, if you go down there with your pension and your thing, you live like a king. Yep, you live like a king. I said I live pretty good now, but and and and, and I looked at it and I said why? And they go because there's a lot of expats. They call them expats, mm-hmm. people from America yeah. who go down there, sure. and retire, there and they do their thing. Let me go before you and. Jeff, great. First of all, great meeting you. Great meeting, really you great meeting yeah. you. I, I'm going to ask you something on air, so if I, you answer it, you got to do it. I'll cancel it. I won't. Okay. I want to go to Haiti with Nick. You want to go? I'm yes. coming with you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. done. You coming? I'm coming. You never been there? I've never been. No. He's Will done. you go? You promise I, that I, on air? I promise it on air. Let me tell on you. On air, I, I promise. I have you. many Haitian friends, like I've told you, and and I tell you, I been wanting to go for a long time so I, Jeff I, I hope you come with me well, let's, yeah, let's do it let's man. do it I'll bring him next week that's all I gotta no <laughs> I got so much I'm going to bring out videos I got, are you kidding me next week so much <laughs> Jesus no wait so we're gonna set up we'll get one more we'll, if we can go I'll, what, of course I don't worry about so me him and another person obviously you and whoever you wanna bring we'll set something up I'll talk to you we'll really, for sure Jeff is that for sure I'm worried Honestly, all kid aside is a safety issue. And listen, I'm no pussy. I don't give a fuck. I'll go fight them. You give me a gun. Just don't give worry. me an Uzi. When I, when I can't have one in America. I will go back to prison. If there's, if no, there's something worry. I know, I'm, we're going to be safe with Jeff. Yeah, that go. means a lot, you're telling me that. It really does. We'll be is okay. that true? I mean, we're good. 100%. Is that true? So how long, how long should we stay there? I don't want to go uh, crazy no, shit. No, we I want to go to you. Go we, we'll go five days. Three, six four, days. five yeah. days. Yeah, five days. Four, four, yeah. yeah. You know, when everything's fixed, we'll, I'll take you down there. Do they have their ups and downs? Yeah. Right now, I would say no, because there's too much things going on. You would tell me, no, let's not go. Not now. Wow. Not now. If he's telling us no, I ain't fucking going, not guys. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I ain't going. But it's not going to be for me. You ain't going, buddy. We live through. It's not going to be. Now, are you from there, Ivan? Yeah. You still there? Uh, Back and forth, yeah. Wow. So listen to him. Yeah. (laughs) Not now, not now. Go ahead, Jeff. Not now, but when it's ready, believe me. Okay, give give me a time, Esther. Let's say by the end of the year. How about next year or anything? Yeah. Well, you tell us. 100%. And I'm going to say it to you. We're going to get your number. You got, we got numbers. We'll yeah, get them. We're done. It's done. It's a done deal. Done. And once I say something's done, it's I, done. I, I Believe yeah. me. If I didn't believe that your word meant something, it's I wouldn't It's like if I say Fernand is done, he's done. But uh, Fernand's not going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, I appreciate that. And I, I totally want to go. And you have a cigar out. Can you tell the audience what your cigar is? Yeah, it's called The Goat. It's by me, and uh, it's rolled by A.J. Fernandez. I met him, like I said before. I uh, went down there with Greg Donner, a good friend of mine. Met some wonderful people. And then me and A.J. just clicked. And then, he, you know, he... A.J. Fernandez AJ, people. A.J. Fernandez, he, he rolled a cigar. I mean, I'll give you an experience with me and A.J. You know, I met him, kept going down there every couple months, and then kept meeting him because I used to buy the A.J. cigars for A.J. Fernandez cigars for my lounge in Haiti. And he said, you know what? I'm going to roll a cigar for you. Let me tell you. AJ, he rolled it? He personally took tobacco from his office that he brought from the field. And he physically rolled it. I have the video. And he rolled a cigar for me. And I said, you know what? 
that's 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 a hell of a thing for me. You know. Let me ask a you a question. Did you smoke like it? Ro- oh yeah, I smoked the whole thing. Let me. You got the video. Did he roll it good? Yes. Don't lie. No, he rolled it good. I'm gonna ask that him. That guy's good. I'm gonna say JJ. You, you can ask him. Cigar. You can say Nasser said you rolled a cigar for me. And let me tell you, the guy's a professional. Professional. His story and to me. I gotta have him on for. A you whole know why? Show. He, he, he his will, story from Cuba. And he's is, a fantastic guy. And his story. And you know, I met so many good people down there. I met another guy called Gustavo Cura. He, oh, he works for Nax. I mean, this guy doesn't let me there. sleep in a hotel. He says, you're sleeping at my house. I love that. He I works for Nax. I, I, I did get that. I, mean, I felt that. This guy is Gustavo, of, Gustavo so Cura. He's a okay. Cuban guy. He's been working in Tadapaco. For over 30 years. I mean, incredible. Listen, incredible. I, I met those guys from Cuba because you know, I was in the field. I mean, it took me three minutes to click with that guy. A hundred percent. You and I are a lot of like that. You clip with Jeff, and I appreciate you coming. And his cigars, guys, if you want to look at them, just check out the I'm going to put you on the spot because you're smoking it. You got to give the review now. I, you see where it's going all the way down? Yeah, that's good. If sign. I didn't like it, it'd be in my ass. That's a good sign. <laughs> his cigar went all the way down. They go down. Listen, what I've learned a lot about cigar business is you get it like what you want, and you like you said earlier, a lot of them, a lot of like per se. Maybe there's different wrappers and different things that go. For oh, sure. I have a listen. I went through every process that Oliva does, and I did them where they blow the air through and it has to be Big there. Company. I've done it. Listen, we went, we did videos. It's gonna be a whole series. We're gonna probably have I don't know how many videos, right, Nick? He, He's got to go to work, this kid. Oh, my God. Finally, he's going to do some work. <laughs> nah, listen, he does a lot more work than you think. I'm just busting his nah, I know you are, Jeff. But thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Your info is in the below. Yes. Now, thanks again, Jeff. Thank you. Nice meeting you, Nice friend. meeting you, man. Furman, we met. We, we had a great time. Uh, obviously, continuing it. Uh, we met now. I feel like I know you've said hours now, sitting down bullshitting. Uh, he, Firm is the dude who gives me the 11 freaking 12 inch cigar you want to call it. I don't know yeah. it was so big listen I felt small <laughs> <laughs> well, very thin so I felt good again <laughs> <laughs> now nah, uh, Furman first of all a couple of questions will you go with me to, to Haiti absolutely guaranteed 100% on the air you can't mess it up well, I got a lot I'm of witnesses <laughs> I'm going with you man Nick we, we have a blast there man you're, I, I really you're gonna have a blast yeah well, I do wanna go that is something I will go even in danger listen yeah. kill me now I'm 62 fuck I live the hell of a fucking life <laughs> yeah, same here I'm just saying a bulletproof chuck Oh, see? Yeah. See what think? <laughs> you kids think? Uh, bulletproof a bulletproof truck. Truck. That's GTA. <laughs> you don't even know what GTA is. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Yep. Speaking of that, <clears throat> here's my pitch. I was going to wait. I wasn't I wasn't going to say it all. I was going to say it off air, but I do want to put you on the spot. Do you know who FaZe Clan is? Do you know who? FaZe Clan? FaZe Clan. No. Okay, so they are one of the biggest gaming um, groups like they win tournaments, they make money, they've got millions and millions and millions of people on the internet. I think you should hit up one of them. If you got, we'll help you. you know, if you got the pockets, you'll make. Well, you probably do, but if you're willing to drop the the pocket change on these guys, you will make so much money with this. Their core thing is red, right? Their main their main vibe of their channel is red, and here's their emblem. You ready? Oh, shit. Let me see it. Their logo's just like mine. Get out! <laughs> All you have to do 
It's, hey, how much do you want per month just to smoke my cigar on stream? You know? And you got a box with your logo. You never did that to me. Your logo <laughs> upside down. <laughs> your logo upside down. On top of that. <coughs> yeah. So the only oh, reason I man. wanted to do that is because now you're on a fucking time clock. So either you do it. Well, I'm doing but, it. You know, <laughs> my box is changing I'm, red. <laughs> no, like, it was just the emblem. It's, it's like, not like anything. I'm, I'm you know? very similar to Larry. I mean, if you look at my box design and you look at everything I've done, you know, I'm basically going to the young audience. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not you old are. school. I'm not old school. We knew. Both of us are new. Yeah. You know, it's young. It's it's flavorful. It's it's fantastic cigar. And, and I heard you have a, a starter pack. I do. I do have we'll starter talk. packs. <laughs> we'll yeah. talk. We will. Yeah, you sell them on your line and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, we can, we can kill this. Right yeah. But uh, know, I absolutely, I am thankful. Very, from yeah. the bottom of my heart for bringing me on. And, and bringing, by the way, this is the first interview. I have absolutely. My you first too. interview. Let me. You. And really, did you never interview it? Never, and I was, and I was, and I, and I, and I've told many people, I don't want to be interviewed. Well, but I've done it today. Well, I hope it's not the last number one. Oh, no. As you can say, we do interviews in a lounge. We're in a fucking cigar lounge, guys. Yep. Literally, and this is the way I do things. You come to my office wherever you're at. We sh- I smoke. I don't give a shit. I'll take you for the best roast beef sandwich in the world. I'm not kidding. It. I wanted I fucking love roast beef. Oh, uh, Nick. Oh, Got to take him to Main Street for roast beef. I haven't had one in three months. He's mad because we've been uh, so I'm busy. Up. I'm coming up. You uh, seriously. One, I'm going to come up. No, seriously. Come see my office. What? Okay, wait. Yeah, you come see my office. We're going to do stuff. You know, obviously we're here. Uh, when I connect with guys like this, it, I love it. This is what I live for. Thanks to Fernand. He just said, you know what? I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm having an interview and you come. coming. He had no idea. <laughs> he had no idea. That's what happened today. He goes, hey, I just got in from Haiti. Like, but come on, let's go hit a couple of lounges. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to meet uh, Larry. You know, he's got the YouTube. Yep. Yeah, he's just got all like these that. channels. He's a fantastic guy. I'm like, come on. Boom. I'm glad you brought him. I really am. You know that. Uh, and if you bring somebody, I know he's good. See, that's the difference between I come from the old school, the old, the old friendship school. If you introduce me to someone... He's already up on a pedestal, one up at least. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't bring him if he was an asshole. No. I know, me too. If I introduce you to someone, you can believe that mo- that guy's good. Period. And, it's, I, <laughs> but, and, I, and I believe that. And for me, we connect, and I love that. I love that it's natural. We just hanged up. I saw him sitting there. I said, well, you, you know, I don't know. We smoke a cigar. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're drunk. We're f- it's famous. I love that place. <laughs> And we connected, and I love the fact that you're just like me, and the, and the fact you're starting out in this business in, in our own way. Yeah, we have other things going. You're working great. You know, you're a good representative for your company. You know, you did good with your company, and you represent them well. Absolutely. You talk to me very positively about your company work. I, I I love what I do. I do. And then we also love the, the industry we're in. We like like cigars. We like people, and. Uh, I look forward. We got to go. We, we definitely got to. Matter of fact, next time we go to Nicaragua, I'll let you know. Hopefully, you got to let me know so you can come to my factory. Yeah, I'm I gonna, totally want to go to I'm your gonna factory. I'm going to sit you down and we're going to roll uh, cigars together. I rolled now. I know how to roll. All right. Let me tell you what happened. Right. Right. Nick is going to get it on video. You know, if you well, don't, let me, let me it's, it's going to be your problem. I got to say that. I got it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, got, I got something better. So we go. So we, we got all these people. I said, who's your best roller? They bring the best roller out here, whatever it is. 
And you're talking about 400 rollers right there. Right there. You know what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to get my best roller. There's very few people that can make that Lancero. Oh, I bet. Yep. I'll tell you what. He hand rolls them by hand. You know, so. uh, Lancero's guys, he's talking about the 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 12, 11 and a half inch. So what happens is, you know, these guys in Nicaragua, they're, they're, they're amazing. They can do about 350, 400 cigars a day, right? That Lancero, this guy can only do about 80 yep. a day. Wow. I got to go. Wait. I, I know. We're going to go do that. Yeah. Not only you, listen. He's talking about his long cigar. We're going to put it in. A, I'm actually going to put a, Nick, I want you to put a picture in it of his cigar. The one I did. Uh, I got the picture of his smoke, but uh, we'll, we'll get it. We're going to do one again. And I'm going to get it. Stuff. And like you said, what you, you Nick, can't they know this shit or whatever oh, better than you or me. I got all my. Thanks a lot. Hey, he's got it. You want to tap? No, I've been, I've been the past uh, what, two months. Oh, I've been balls deep in this. Tri- How the fuck do I get these cigars in a, in something I'm seeing? Something because I don't see. I don't read a magazine. I don't. How do you? I don't. How wow. do you guys do it? I don't know how you guys do it. But then I saw your logo. Fa- the top ten phase. They they got. Hundreds of people in their clan. Clan. It sounds a little. Uh, you don't know. You know. They're uh, they're they're term. They they make money doing tournaments and making content on YouTube. Top ten. Phase three is at one point nine million. We got another two million. Phase K. Phase Rain. Uh, two point one. Phase Jev. Two point one. Two point one. All the way up. Easy, Five Nick. Because you're gonna put him out of business. Yeah. You no. He, he, now for, for it's hey, see, it's not that easy. He's giving me a hard on. And I love it. And he gives me a hard on, but not that one. No. <laughs> what you're saying, what you're saying is, but Nick, we're gonna talk about it. I, I, numbers are numbers, and I, he's done. He can be. We'll do it. He's got to worry about production, and you know that. Uh, production's not a problem. The problem so, is hey, we're gonna go over here. You, we'll, we'll work. I'll talk to you later. I'll take a piece, and you're done. <laughs> now, uh, we man, we gotta get going. I'm go. so late. But you know what, Vermin? You know we're going to be clicked. No, no, absolutely. We clicked gonna, already. This uh, is a, uh, the first. a life friendship. You need, you need, yeah, absolutely. You, know, you absolutely. need to be doing more interviews, to be honest. Uh, you're good on it. And you got to get guys like myself, though. A lot of interviews want to get stuff. I usually fuck. I, there was only, I know everybody in this industry, the media industry. There are a few that are assholes. And I don't even go talk to That's them. That's usual. You know, I, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't deal yeah. with them. I'm not going to deal with them. I don't give a shit, you know. I don't care how big you are. And I go on the biggest shows in the world. You know, I was just on Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman is the second, third largest pocket in the world. Is it? I personally, I don't know the stats, but to me, he's number two. Yeah. So, I mean, he's behind Joe Rogan, you know, Joe Rogan. Oh. So, and Joe Rogan, I gave a box of my cigars. But, and because he's a cigar smoker, obviously. But when I go on, I'll bring a box of yours too. But uh, so my point is, you need to be doing that. Obviously, if you're in this business, it's your, it is a passion. Yeah. If it's not a passion, we wouldn't be here, any of us. I mean, we'd be here because of friends, but we wouldn't be on tape. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be just hanging friend. out. Correct. And we'll do that too a lot. Yeah, I am looking forward to Little Havana. I, I Within the next month. Is that good? Yeah, absolutely. Nick, we got to coordinate that. You got to coordinate We'll coordinate. It. And you got to bring another guy. Maybe the kid, Jeremy or whoever, to help. 
Got it? I mean, I... Yeah, I got you. Okay, got whoever. Because it's going to be a hell of a fucking I'll trip. I'll call Jeremy tonight. Shut up. He's there, so he was... He thinks he can do it all. No, he needs help no, now. That was not. He's going to need help. Obviously. Yeah. We go crazy, and he needs help. And you want to punch him in the head, this little kid. <laughs> no, thinks really, he can do it all. That was not the joke, guys. But yeah, it is. He, look, are you all right with the camera here? Everything good? I'm fantastic. Furman, thank you. You guys are fantastic. Thank, no, thank, thank you. you. We're going to put Furman's information. Thank you for all, having us. All of Furman's information and all of Jeff's information is going to be in the links below on all platforms we're on. So check it out. We'll probably do a quick YouTube video on that as well. Uh, I want to thank you, Jeff. Thank Ivan, you. thank you again. Furman, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Dan. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, everybody. You just heard it right here. We are the cigar world now, guys. So hang out. Just listen. Make good choices. Don't don't be a screw up like I was. Don't go to prison. And I will see you on the next shot. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. This right. is the real deal with Larry Lawton.